This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spread it like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 201. 201. Uh, big, big thanks. Huge thank you to everybody that contributed to the show last week. Uh, I am your host, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. I'm also joined by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. I know you're eating an ice pop, but how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome as always, except for the fact that there may be a gas leak in my house right now. And, and that's and I'm, why I'm saying we should really I'm, not record right and now. And I'm pulling through to do the show. I think you're insane. So I'm, but... right now I'm freezing my toes and fingers and everything else off because my windows are open. But it's not, I don't know, it just came from my oven though, so I don't know. So you might hear an airplane right now, who knows? It's a pretty loud airplane. Yeah, but no, I think, definitely hear it. I think it's coming from my oven, which is now off, so. That's weird. Fingers crossed, maybe. Yeah. Well, I still say that you should seek help for this. I'll seek help if I start to pass out. Yeah. Um, Want to get right into these questions and comments? Yes, let's. Take it on. Take over. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, first comment. You know, it's well, sorry to cut you off there, but it's funny because now I actually I saw a concert last night and you didn't ask me about it. Yeah. <laughs> And it's not it's not one of my shout outs. Oh, very interesting. How was your concert? It was good. It was at Barclays Center, except it was the Cushman Wakefield Theater at Barclays, which is the whole arena, but they it's not the whole arena. They take the arena and slice it in half. Yeah, who did and you see again? Smokey Robinson, mm -hmm. legendary Motown performer and I guess Godfather over there basically. Nice. Yeah, but uh, on to the fan questions and comments. Our first question comment is from Rick David. I don't smoke, but I felt like I needed a cigarette after episode 200. That was one of the uh, one of your finest three that uh, three jeez finest three slash four hours, or however long that was. So well done for going all out and making it special. I, think, I had a blast. What I think that was our longest episode ever. Was it? Yeah, three minutes and I think actually, 19... Oh, no, three hours and 19 minutes, I think. I actually have to start from over, but I have... There we go. Much better. I couldn't read it. They had it, like, on this new website or whatever. They had the font so small. Something's wrong with David's... Something is wrong with David's website of markingout.com. Uh, I don't know if everybody else is, but it's just weird. I don't smoke, but I felt like I needed a cigarette after episode 200. That was one of your finest three, four hours, or however long that was. So well done for going all out and making it special. I had a blast hearing my fellow Marks. This week, I will make amends for last week by requesting that Dave perform his shameless plugs in a speaking voice. Dave, you're a great sport for really, uh, you, you're a great sport. You really are, but my neighbors 
cat still hasn't forgiven me. I'm okay with that. What I, did you I do to their neighbor's cat? <laughs> uh, on to my question. <laughs> I don't want to say it. I didn't watch Raw last week, which was the first time in about, uh, in about three years that I haven't watched. And this week I tapped out after half an hour in and have no desire to watch. What was, by all accounts, another miserable, miserable episode? I could really see myself breaking the habit completely, which would, mean, which would mean no wrestling aside from the occasional bit of Lucha Underground online. When did you first start watching wrestling, and have you ever stopped watching wrestling completely? How about just stopped watching WWE? Don't worry, though. I'll still listen to podcasts like Mark and F. Because even when I don't watch wrestling, I still like hearing people talk about it. Signed, your number five, Mark. Rick, no, uh, no nicknames necessary, David. You're not supposed to shout that part. I just insist on typing it that way. It took me long enough to stop writing smack down. So this is all I've got left. Damn it. All right. Um, as per your stoppage of watching Raw, you're not alone. I mean, I always voice my opinion on Raw. And Brandon already always hates it when I actually admit that I don't that I didn't watch Raw or SmackDown. No, no, I don't hate that you admit it. I hate that you don't watch it and then continue speaking like you do. I don't speak like I do. Sometimes you do. No, I just speak about the product and what I have an opinion on when I do hear the results and everything. I mean, I agree with him. This week's Raw, I didn't watch. I watched a few clips on YouTube. And just so I could see a few things go down. And that's it. I mean, I don't give a shit about the Slammies. They're worthless. They're nothing. I don't give a shit about any of the storylines besides, like, a few of them. But I don't care enough. I'm not invested in it. I don't care enough to actually tune in, uh, especially for three hours of my life that I would rather place elsewhere. Even if that means sitting in front of a TV or laying on a couch without Raw being on, I'd rather spend my time doing that. Um, yeah, I started watching, so you're not, so nothing wrong with taking a break from pro wrestling because it does get draining. It does get tired, uh, tiresome. Uh, I've been watching since 1991, 1992 around there. I really got into it around the, when they were still on prime time. So I think that was like 91, 92. What about you, Brandon? When did you start getting into wrestling? Late 1997, I guess right. probably after the, uh, probably just around the time that storyline happened with Brett and Sean and Vince McMahon. With the really? Story. Yeah. You've been watching since then? Yeah. For some reason, I always thought that you started watching during the Attitude Era. That is the Attitude Era. Is it? Yeah. 97? Late 97? Oh. What do you consider well, the Attitude Era? 98? I don't know. Whenever I think Attitude Era, I just I don't think of Hart, HBK. I think of no, like... No, I said right after that. No. I think. Gotcha. I think I said that. Oh, yeah. No, I think you did. But I always imagine like you got in when like the Hardy Boys were there. The Hardy Boys were there. Were they? <laughs> yeah, it was Hope and Faith. They had that on their their tights with like the oh, floral designs or like... The, not like that. I mean the Hardy Boys. No, yeah. The yeah, well, Too Extreme. Yeah, well... Um, all right. So when did you, have you ever, has there ever been a time when you stopped watching wrestling? Nope. I've been watching it ever since. And I've never, I've only missed a few episodes here or there. Brandon needs a night job. So if you're hiring, let us know. 
I do um, actually, yeah, no, I stopped watching during college for like what I st- I stopped watching when John Cena and Randy Orton broke in uh, when they were like on the scene. Um, I missed like a month or two for wrestling camp. So and that so, was during the summer. That was during when they were coming in. So B squared means nothing to you, or B squared? Yeah, that was Bull Buchanan with John Cena. Basic Thugonomics. Even before Basic Thugonomics, when John Cena had that generic theme. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, and then during college, so uh, 2000, from 2003 Jeez. to 2000... Really, uh, really dated? Seven. Really dated yourself there. Yeah. Two, 2003 to 2007, I really... I didn't watch it too often. Yeah, I remember... I mean, I, in, in I did. 2007, though, you really didn't watch it, and we went to – you were so iffy, I think, about – or were you iffy? Yeah, I think I think you were pretty iffy about when we went to Raw, and uh, it was supposed to be ECW, but it, it turned into Saturday night's main event at Madison Square Garden. I think you were iffy about going then because you hadn't really watched wrestling in those I years. Know. I don't know. I mean – But we ended up going, and gang I mean, sat there, behind us. I mean, really, during that uh, entire, I mean, t- 2003, 2004, I did keep up the, pr- I kept, always kept up with the product, but I really fell out of it 2006, 2007. Um, and then here and there during that, I like, to watch again, like there, I'll go like two to three weeks where I just won't watch Raw or I just won't watch something because I don't care. But you had to have like seen stuff here and there during those times though, haven't like I think so. I mean, you had I to, you had to have known, like. I think so because I was going through Facebook and I saw like me and you talking about it. Because you so had to have I known Umaga. You, uh, you had to have known Umaga. That's the thing. I I know Umaga. I know that I saw the entire angle with Umaga, Jeff Hardy, Umaga, John Cena. That was 2008. Was it? I think so. All right, so that fits the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> but like 2007, 2007 was more like. Um, Matt Hardy versus MVP. I don't know. I mean, maybe I just maybe I, it's just forgettable to me. Do you remember seeing Evander Holyfield boxing Matt Hardy at Madison Square Garden? I think so. Yeah, we were there for that. <laughs> yeah, Michael Buffer. Stone Cold was the the GM that night. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, there are possibilities that there, I did see a lot more than I actually remember. You but. just don't remember because you were in college, bruh. Yeah. I hate that I just did that. I hate South Park for that whole season. Really? <laughs> no, no, not the whole season. Just that, that what's the guy's name? The Swedish Cutie guy? Pie. Yeah, that. Fuck that. Why? That, that's just like completely where the youth is these days and it pisses me off. I'm like Kyle and Stan in that sense. Are you serious? I huh? swear to God it pisses me off. When I hung out with our younger cousin, they were all, I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? That's not really – you've never seen one of his videos, so I don't no, know. No, because I don't need like, to watch him playing Call of Duty. He doesn't play Call of Duty. What, what I, actually he think he, I actually think he hates Call of Duty. What was he playing? In he the, hates Minecraft. What was he playing in the video on South Park? Uh, I don't know. I know he's played Call of Duty, but he doesn't anymore. Well, I didn't realize it. that you were best buds with him. Yeah, no, I actually am a big PewDiePie fan. I watch that. My Bruh. sister watches it. That's a, I'm just going to raw that. You could yeah. you could take it as a not, but whatever. 
No, I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. <laughs> what, what are you a fan of, though? He's just sitting there I doing like, nothing. I could sit there and commentate on stuff. Yeah, it's just him. Com- it's pretty much I'm playing a video game, and I don't. And I, it's just. It's just funny. It's like, it's oh, I'm fun. gonna I'm gonna start commentating Please. on videos. Hey, look at this woman. She's walking. Oh, no, what's gonna happen? Nothing. Spoiler alert! Boom! She gets punched in the face. Oh, no, here comes somebody to help like her. That. It's nothing like that. You're just pretty much you going based off of what you saw Cartman doing, and you think that is exactly what he does. He and was on the episode you know. doing it. Obviously, you don't know. He was on the episode doing that. No, he was not. Okay, agree. That's what Cartman was doing. Cartman was doing what? What is his name again? Pew- PewDiePie. PewDiePie was doing. And then no, PewDiePie was on the show doing that. I don't think you know what you're... You've never seen any of his videos. So I saw really, him on South Park doing it. You really can't comment. He I does, saw him on South Park doing it. All right, whatever. I'm commenting off of South Park. All right, which is always a great thing to comment off of. Yes, and did you see... Of. Did You saw the full episode, right? The finale? No, I didn't even watch it yet. Oh, you didn't see it? Well, like, what the hell? <laughs> I have to watch it now. That's I was gonna watch. Sp- That's two spoilers in a two two days. I was gonna, I was gonna watch it right before. I, I could have sworn you watched it when we were on the phone the other day, when you were like, "Oh, I'm gonna go now. I gotta watch South Park." Yeah, I was going to, but then I forgot. Like, well, spoiler yeah. alert. Um. Yeah, but I think PewDiePie is funny, so I don't care. I watch. I I pick and choose which videos I watch. I like watching him do like the horror video games. Um, I, I was watching him do Evil Within, which looks like a very cool video game, well, and it's all it's it's cool. I mean, it's not. I'm not playing a video game, but it's kind of like I am. I'm fine with it. Speaking I, of uh, YouTube videos, Cooking with Brandon episode three is out there. Just uh. You guys yeah, can watch it, share it maybe, give it a like, slap a like. Uh, yeah, share that shit. Leave a comment on the video. I mean, so far it's been the most successful. No, what are you talking about? Cooking with Brandon four, uh, 2 has like 400 views. Well, this has like 300 within... I don't think it's, it's anywhere near having 300, but... Well, even still, it's only been out for like <laughs> three days. But at least we know famous people watched it, so that's cool. Yeah, we've been, we've been tweeting it out to like... All these like big time celebrities, producers. I think my favorite uh, response. I think my favorite response had to have been from Donald Trump saying, "What is this?" and "How did you get my Twitter handle?" Yeah. No. Funny. That never Funny. happened. People can check on Twitter what happens. I did tweet uh, tweeted out to Donald Trump though. Yeah, he said oh. you're fired. That's all right. All right. Next question. Up next, Steve, aka at disgruntled dork. Hey guys, sorry that I missed episode 200, but congratulations on another amazing episode. The nostalgia ran deep. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. That's a good thing. This why, week, would that, why would that not be a good thing? Like, oh God, they're just talking about the heydays again. <laughs> oh, I got you. Maybe it's just because we had Chris on the show. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> this week, I have to say, God damn NXT. Just finished watching our evolution, and I must say that this event showed everything that I love about pro wrestling. The spectacle of Finn Balor's entrance, complete with the theatrics and body paint, an amazing event between Neville and Zayn that went for around 30 minutes. The desire that these newcomers show in every move and newcomers. Last... What did I? What's a newcomer? Newcomer. 
newcomer or comer? <laughs> you pronounce the word however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> All right, come on over. I don't say come on over. All right. Come on, feel the noise. Come on, feel the noise. Come on, feel the noise. Yeah, so that the new desire that these newcomers show in every move, and last but not least, the emotion portrayed by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I had a really tough day, a really rough day at my job today, and really began to question if my current occupation is the field I wish to continue to pursue. And seeing Kevin Owens come out to his first official WWE pop at the verge of tears and the embrace between Owens and Zayn after Sammy's title win showed the epitome of accomplishing their true goal in life. It's getting hard to read. I'm fucking freezing. <laughs> Maybe it's all that gas that you're inhaling. It might be that as well. Am I getting slower or no? Uh, it inspired me to strive to do the same. An amazing show that TLC or any other WWE event will struggle to replicate. Also, did ooh, now it smells like a fire that somebody lit. Hope it's not my house. <laughs> All right, so maybe once we get done with this question, we should probably pause it, right? No, it's probably somebody in my neighbor's house. They light fires all the time. Okay. <laughs> you hear local news. Local person. Dumb idiot podcaster refused <laughs> to leave his house because he was in the middle of recording. I'm recording episode 201, motherfucker. You better spray me with the hose or get out. Also, did you guys happen to watch ROH's final battle this past Sunday? If not, watch it now. I have not seen a main event as great as Briscoe vs. Cole in a very long time. I mean, putting thumbtacks in a guy's mouth? Okay, you're going to make fun of that, aren't you? No, what you're not going to, make, to. What is there to make fun of? The way I said mouth. No. I, I almost said match, but mouth came out. No, and super kicking him? What? Have a great weekend, guys, because after the emotional roller coaster that was NXT, our evolution, this mark is signing off. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I think we both agree with uh, the entire NXT-wise. We'll speak about that a little bit later on. Uh, that emotion between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, it was unbelievable. It was something that you really don't see in WWE or we haven't seen in a long time. Um, where it drew so much uh, emotion from the wrestlers. That was real. Do you mean um, Neville? What do you mean? Neville and Zayn? Or did you say that? No, no, no. Owens, Sami Zayn. I, I mean Owens, Sami oh. Zayn. Yeah, when they like embrace each other and everything. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it was an epic show. It did... I thought it was amazing. The crowd was amazing. All the matches, the storylines, the development of characters, everything flowed perfectly. It was well done. Um, but yeah, we'll speak about it a little bit later on. I didn't see Final Battle. Did you, Brandon? No, I did not see Final Battle. However, Any, uh, I know you were pissed off at that spot. Uh, no, no. I'm, eh, okay, well, that putting the thumbtacks in the guy's mouth, super kicking, that is... A spot that was done a few months ago, uh, where Young Bucks versus uh, cutest tag team ever, uh, Joey Ryan and Candice LeRae, they put the Young Bucks put the thumbtacks in Joey Ryan's mouth and super kicked him while he had, he had those in his mouth. Um, so I think that they took that straight from that match. I mean, given Adam Cole is with PWG at the current time, so I wouldn't put it past it. 
So if you haven't seen that match, I mean, we haven't seen this match, but we will try to. But if you, Steve, haven't seen uh, Young Bucks versus Candice Lurie and Joey Ryan at PWG, it may have been PWG Bola. I'm not too certain, though, but it's, it's up there. I'm putting in the uh, match of the year candidate. Uh, and I highly suggest you try to find that um, by the DVD because that match alone is amazing. Candice LeRae is busted open, and there's just so much going on in that match. Tons of markout moments. All right, next comment is from Chris. I was wondering Brandon's thoughts about two things. A, the final product of Cooking with Brandon 3. B, the NXT Women's Championship match at NXT TakeOver R Evolution. Is Charlotte still terrible in your eyes? P.S. Thanks for spoiling the ending, S.E.D. Chris. P.S. Don't follow me on Twitter, at Chris Weendog. And if you see me on Twitter, burn my toast. All right. So what are your thoughts on Cooking with Brandon 3? Cooking with Brandon 3 was great. Uh, I mean, number two is still probably my favorite just because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's more colorful just because it was outside. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was no, the summer. No, no, no. Like, I it's don't bright and sunny. I don't know. It's like... I don't know. Number three is my favorite. I, number three is good. It's completely different, I think, than one or two. And I think I two is completely different than one or, or three as well. I think three is the best. One is after that and then two. I don't see how that's possible. I don't see how don't anyone know. could put number one ahead of two or three. I like the raw product of one. I liked how it was. It was something new. It was different. Yeah, but this is something new and different. Yeah, and that's why it's number th- it's number one on my list. But number two is something new and different. Is it? Yes. I mean, we had we yes, it was full like HD or whatever. Yeah, but you also didn't you have the wrong uh, we the people flag? Oh my god, it said shred instead of shred. Yeah. Big oh, yeah, yeah, don't don't shred on me. But this one, it ha- it was good. I mean, this one was. Fantastic! I wrote the whole thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be proud of it, no mar- no matter what. Yeah. But uh, what do you think of it, though? What number three? Yeah. I think it's hilarious. When I was watching, it, I couldn't stop laughing. It was well written, well acted. I wouldn't say it was well written or well acted. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I mean, I can tell you one part was at least well, well acted. Uh, the mankind part. <laughs> yeah. That part was awesome. Uh, the entire that '70s show part was funny which it's like there's um, so many things in this video that i don't know if people will get i don't i still don't get why you never have the same product that you cook i did though no we have never seen anything that you've actually baked my cheesecake my yeah. cheesecake is the same cheesecake yeah a cheesecake that- comes out of that oven damn you <laughs> a cheesecake comes out of the oven yeah, but that's I like throwing little things in there for people to see. But I'm curious notice. as to what like what your actual product looks like. I mean, for all we know, it looks like it came out really shitty. I don't know. I, for me, it's Did not it come that out really shitty. No, it looks like a cheesecake. That, I, for me, it's not that kind of show. I don't think you need to show a final product. I'm curious to see. I wanted to see the final product. I want to see how it looked. It looked I like mean, a cheesecake. Yeah. And uh yeah, there's like there's things like I don't under, I don't know if people will get like you didn't get it I don't think with the there's two Sincaras like it's a play on the fact that there were two Sincaras. 
Oh, clever. Yeah, like I play one, Chris plays the other one. Yeah, I both, didn't get that. Both, both are voiced by me, though. Yeah. And uh, to answer his B question, yes, Charlotte is absolutely still fucking terrible in my eyes. I don't see how anyone after last night could say, oh, wow, she's really good. I don't think she's terrible. I just think that she still has work to do. Big whoop. She could land a moonsault on her feet. That was pretty, that was a cool spot. Congrats, bro. No, that wasn't a cool spot. All right. It's a, something a gymnast should be able to do. That is that is a true story. You're not lying to that. I've seen many people do that before. In fact, I'm pretty sure that's been featured on episodes of Power Rangers. <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> yeah. But I completely don't see anything with Charlotte Flair. I don't see any flair. Not to use that as a pun or anything, but No, I I, I couldn't I mean, I don't see I don't see her as terrible. I do see her as flawed, but I do but I mean, she's supposed to be flawed. She's not No, she's not. She's not supposed to be flawed. She's the fucking champion. Okay, she's who the company Yeah, has but their she's champion. She's champion because of her dad. Some might say that. You don't know that. Who knows? Most Probably people say is. that. She is champion because of her dad. Cuz it gets Ric Flair on TV here and there. And yeah, that's the only reason. And I thought it was so. pathetic. I, I didn't really like the fact that the crowd's just, oh my god, this is the best match ever again. No, that was not the best match ever. Stop. But Stop, please. That's what the crowd does. And I see through things. And people later down the line, people see that my seeings are sawed. That's yeah. Not right. That isn't right at all. But no, it isn't. But no, we, the, the language isn't right. But everybody, listen. I, I'm finally happy that there's people during Monday Night Raw that were agreeing with me about AJ. So if people are going to finally start agreeing with me about AJ, then I think people are going to come around with Charlotte Flair and uh, eventually see that she's not what everybody makes her out to be. Hmm. Does it sound like I'm struggling here? <laughs> a little bit. A I'm like trying bit. to tuck myself in with this blanket and like, it's not going. I'm freezing cold. I'm wearing a sweatshirt. I feel like a girl right now. It's a Christmas sweatshirt. Um, and I'm Jewish. Yeah, right. All right. But so. uh, yeah, without the, the last question though, uh, it's not a question. It's a correction though from uh, – not really a correction, an add-on from last week when we had that Mattel figure question from Dr. Diamond Punk. Uh, I also forgot to mention that I have a Kelly Kelly action figure that I bought because she is, like I said on last week's episode, the best. What do you mean? That I have a Kelly Kelly For, action figure. But what is, what's this in regards to? Oh, when they asked me – if we collect any Mattel figures, and I said just Ryder. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And I, I just have another. I have a Kelly Kelly. Okay. I felt like I needed to bring that up and just, even though David bought it, but I have it now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had me, he had me go into the I store. Didn't, and I didn't buy. have you go into the store to buy. Yeah, you had me go into the store and buy it for you. No, you were in the store already. Yeah, and then you, you actually asked. You said you wanted to buy it. Yeah, because there was. And a, what was the response? Well, I I said there was. A, well, first of all, there was a hot chick working the counter, and I don't need a hot chick to look at me, the way I already look. Yeah, Brandon was just like, <laughs> I look like a typical wrestling fan. Not even a typical wrestling fan. I just look weird buying a fucking figure of a chick, 
at whatever yeah, so age Brandon, I am. Brandon to buy buy the figure because he was worried as to what this uh, <laughs> clerk was going to think of him. Yeah, and you're like, are you are you joking right now? I'm like, no, I'm not joking. Go buy me this damn figure. I got my money right here. I'll give it to you in the car. That's too funny. Yeah, so I own that. But let's uh, move on. Thank you, everybody, for contributing to uh, the episode this week. Uh, how about some – let's quickly go over Ring of Honor results. Yeah, surely. Since we covered it last week on the show, let's uh, – touch upon it a few uh what was it ring of honor final battle yeah final battle took place um yeah you had that uh tv title on the line where uh jay lethal defeated matt seidel yeah which um, is set to be a really much, good match yeah all the champions retained yeah all so. the champions did retain so you had red dragon uh defeating the time splitters and uh i guess it's pretty cool because when it came time last year and we made our yearly predictions of what's going to happen in the world of wrestling, I think we all kind of agreed that Ring of Honor was going to fizzle out by 2015. But yeah, no, I think, it, I mean, they were hitting a really tough, a tough period where they didn't know where they were going to be. The ticket sales were very down. Um, everything, they weren't having good business. So it, it's good to still see them around. I don't know. But not even not even being around though, being on pay per view and having actual worldwide trending topics. Yeah. That being to the time splitters during their pay per view event, I'm sure Jay Briscoe was trending as well. I'm sure of it. Yeah. It's just well, it's good to see that wrestling is alive and striving, and hopefully they keep it up. I mean, I don't want to see the last thing we want to see is a promotion go under. Right. So, um, and in your main event, you had the champion, Jay Briscoe, defeating Adam Cole. And as you heard from this uh, disgruntled dork earlier today, um, it was a very good match. We haven't seen it yet, but we could. I think we could trust him. Um, so, I'll go check that out. Whenever you hear the word trust me, does that bring, like, does that trigger anything in your head or no? Uh, trust me? Yeah. It go. I mean, to me, it goes to a song I know, but that's it. Jake Roberts' you, theme song, right? Uh, no. <laughs> I know that. That's not in your head, but whenever I hear it, trust me, trust me. And then it goes, din -in 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 -in, whatever his theme song was. Oh, that's what he says in the beginning of his theme song? Yeah, and that's, that's really? what. Yeah. Trust me, trust me. I think it's trust me. I never knew that. I think it's trust me because, well, that how long did he even ha use that theme song for? I don't think it was that long. It was for his his run with when he was like facing Stone Cold, I believe. I don't know. The, the only the only thing I know from when I hear "Trust Me" is the song "Trust Me" from Devil's Carnival. I don't know. It was a movie that was based that was from the producers of uh, Repo. Uh, the genetic opera. So. From the producers of Repo, 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 the genetic right. opera. Whatever. <laughs> opera. Yeah. Sika. Samu. Yeah. No. But, yeah. <laughs> Oose. Oh. Yeah, Let's we're, we're nailing. We're nailing this word association, though. Definitely. And talking about nails. Let's keep on going. Yes. House of Glory has an event coming up. At uh, 12, 1219, 
That's this Friday, this coming Friday. Yeah, the phenomenal show they're calling it. Where is it? It's in uh, New York City. Not New York City. I am um, unsure. Yeah, so. I am unsure. Uh, but fans could go check that out. They're on uh, Facebook and all that fun stuff. Uh, I guess they're, they're going to have a lot of people there. RVD, Just Incredible, Tony Nice, Papa Don. Uh, they're going to have the, uh, the champions, Amazing Red and Crimson, taking on Juicy Product. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tag in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the uh, House of Glory Heavyweight Championship will be on the line. Ricochet defending his championship against AJ Styles, the phenomenal one. AJ Styles. I think that that match is going to be amazing, especially for the fact we haven't seen this match before, and Ricochet has been on a tear. Yeah. So hopefully nobody breaks a neck this weekend. Why, um, why, why, what does that mean? With AJ Styles and his Styles Clash. Oh, yeah. Did you hear that song that uh, Sex Ferguson put out? No. Whatever. Oh, he put out a song or he, he sang for like a, a minute about AJ Styles, the, uh, an AJ Styles song about breaking necks. So pretty funny. Is it to the tune of Achy Breaky Hard or no? I don't know, but it, it should be. Um, don't any break other? my neck. AJ, don't break my neck. I just yeah. don't think you should do that. Uh-uh. Ask if you break my neck. I'll have a heart attack. Ouch. And might end up in TNA. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, any other indie news? Yeah, next weekend we also have Saturday, December 20th from the Rahway Rec Center, uh... Live in Rahway, of course. That's where the Rahway Rec Center is. We have PWS. Um, yeah. Yeah, what um, is it? It's December yeah. 20th. Yeah, they have that suicide title on the line. As the champion Amazing Red takes on Shinron, Ricochet, Anthony Nice, Tracy Smothers, and Brian XL. Yeah. That's, that's a weird toss in there. Tracy Smothers? I don't get it. Yeah. But, That'd be an uh, interesting if, thing to see. Huh? It'd be interesting to see. I don't know. I don't really care. Like I, you, are, you see... aren't one of those ECW like. Yeah, I, I don't think he fits in this match. Like I, I would. Well, be did more... you ever think he fit in ECW the way he did? Not really. I don't think he fit anywhere. Um, I, I think that like I feel like in that match, I would love it if Tracy Smothers was involved, or if Tracy Smothers was replaced with uh, like. Um, Caleb Con- Connolly or yeah, but some, I think it's like cool. another like. I think uh, it's cool though to have people who don't who you don't expect to fit in a match. Like Mason Ryan was pretty decent in, in a match like this. That, that's the thing I I dislike. I don't, I, I like people with similar uh, traits. Like I like the high flyers with the high flyers in a match like this, and especially when like this match I I, I want to see the high flyers go at it. Well, you know who else like matches with high flyers and only high flyers, so. Yeah, this uh, main event, right? No. So oh. the, uh, the PWS Tag Team Championships are also on the line. The Reynolds brothers, Kyle and Alex, are defending their championships against the Handicap Heroes. That is Zach Gowan and Gregory Iron. Yeah, you also have your champion, Bonesaw. Uh, no, Mario Bacara uh, taking on Bonesaw. Yeah. So that should be interesting. Um Bukhara has been on quite a tear, though. Yeah, he is undefeated. So, yeah. can he keep that championship? We shall see. And uh, 
We got a bunch of other things happening at this event. Kevin Nash is the guest commissioner. You're going to see the Untouchables in a uh, a snake pit. Is that yeah, the snake pit hosted by Jake Roberts. <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was called. The, and maybe, then you also, maybe there is a gas leak here. <laughs> maybe. And then you're also going to have RVD versus AJ Styles. Yeah, ton more. Uh, Bullet Club, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, everybody. so go check, go check them out. And that is all the independent news that we have, unless you could think of anything else to talk about. No, do you want to uh, cover WWE NXT? NXT TakeOver right now? Right, right now? Like yeah, right yeah. now, like right yeah. now. Right okay, now, let's, let's go cover into it. it. Yeah, yeah, let's go into it. Let's do it. Yes, yeah, so WWE NXT TakeOver R Evolution is what I'm going to pronounce it as took place last night or a few nights ago whenever you're listening to this show full sale university do you think the students get to go there for f- like free where like they get first dibs or um it's probably what do you think it is just lining up for tickets i would assume so i mean i'm, I'm honestly i think that they probably get them dirt cheap too i don't think they're char- i don't know if they charge for those tickets huh that'd be interesting yeah, because I, mean, I, I don't, I don't know how, I don't see anywhere to purchase tickets. So I yeah. don't know if it's only at the full sale, if there's a box office or anything. That's true. I've never seen them actually have tickets on sale. If anybody I mean, besides a live show, if anyone, yeah, exactly. And if anyone's listening to this and they know what the deal is with full sale, full sale, let us know. Yeah, but um, the event took opening the place. Yeah, let's start with the opening contest. Well, even uh, prior, well, actually, yeah. What were the you pre-show? Yeah, uh, Corey Graves was making a special announcement, and he announced that unfortunately, due to concussions, uh, in the uh, the superb work of the doctor, the WWE medical staff, which I think he threw in there, someone had him throw in there after uh, someone bashed the WWE medical staff for so long. Yeah, well, um, well not so long, but after the bashing that took place, so I think that's why he threw that in there. But he cannot wrestle anymore, so he is officially retired from the NXT ring. But he is signed on to a two-year contract, I believe, as a ring as a uh, commentator. It's weird how he kind of sounds like CM Punk. Um, I don't know, voice-wise. Maybe. But uh, other than the fact, I was very happy with his performance last night. Uh, I was just kind of disappointed with Renee Young not being on commentary. Yeah, I would have liked to see well heard her on commentary, as just we given, are both big supporters of her. Yeah, just given that like there was so much build up, like Renee Young is on commentary now. Maybe there's room. I still don't see it happening because it's like a man sport basically in WWE. Uh, yeah. maybe, maybe there's room. It's for more her like on a SmackDown frat. or something, but it's more like a frat on WWE turf. Hopefully, Renee Young isn't going to ESPN or whatever it was. Because I think she's a damn good commentator. I don't think she is anymore. I think that that uh, that's long gone now. That ship has sailed. Yeah, I Full think so. sailed. Yeah, but uh, the opening contest we saw the debuting Kevin Owens uh, defeat C.J. Parker. I thought which C.J. Parker. Well, what? yeah. Okay, no, you can go ahead. You. you uh, I was gonna say, which is a great way to open this. Uh, start like such a monumental show to spotlight your upcoming talent. What better way to open it with Kevin Owens? I thought that was a great idea. Yeah, 
I, I liked how uh, C.J. Parker's sign had said that uh, my fights matter. Yeah, because of Kevin Owens, fight Owens, fight. Yeah. So I thought that was a very cool. And he went to town on C.J. Parker really right off the bat, nailing him with that cannonball uh, in the turnbuckle cannonball. And then what about that move that he nailed, the like suplex neck, uh, the suplex... Yeah, it's, it's funny. Called. That's exactly what commentating said as well. It's, Suplex, like it's in it's it's in the game. Uh huh. It is in the game from last year. It was DLC, so I think it's just a suplex neckbreaker. Yeah, that's what. Like I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then so then he polished him off with the, oh he busted open too. Yeah, which I don't know exactly what part it was at. But I only it could was, assume it was the it was palm that, strike. That's the only part I could assume it was. Yeah, it was the palm strike because you could actually see right after that palm strike took place, Drake Younger goes right for the gloves. Which isn't his name anymore, but. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to still call him Drake Younger. Yeah. It's, still, I, I still, it's still funny like and weird to see Drake Younger. Uh, As a ref? Yeah. Which I still don't put it past him that he can be a wrestler. He can transition at, to become a wrestler random, at a random point. I still think it's weird that they have stores on pro wrestling yeah, that's, teams. Yeah, even Goldust. Even Steen. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, but Kevin Steen picked up the victory, and I and the crowd. Crazy the crowd action. was the crowd. I don't. I don't know if I necessarily like the crowd at Full Sail anymore. I think it's just too indie, and I don't like that particularly. There are I, some points where it's like fantastic and makes a match or something. I like it because just, that's such a it's a great exper- it's a great environment for any wrestler to wrestle in front of. I don't know. I just I mean you're getting the, you're getting a reaction that you can't get anywhere. Well, that you can get at other places, but that's just like it's a genuine reaction. Well, for me, it was like a huge turnoff for the next match with the WWE NXT Tag Team Championships on the line, and they weren't chanting or cheering for the champions, that being Kalisto and Sin Cara. They were chanting the full match for the Vaud Villains, Aiden English and Simon Gotch. Which, which I go back and forth with. I, don't know I think they're... I, I don't, at this point... Aiden English, I liked when he was came out with the theater behind him and everything, and he was that type of character. Yeah, Simon Gotch, Simon Gotch, just nothing. There was nothing ever to me. Simon Gotch will always just be that rosebud that we've seen. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think Simon Gotch is much out of a rosebud. There's nothing special about him. Even his signature is garbage. No offense. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, they, they're they're good. They're a good tag team. Signature, it's, as in like his actual autograph. They're selling it on WWE Shop. It clearly doesn't ever ever once does it mention Simon Gotch. What does it say? I don't know. I can't read it. There's it's like an M. It says M like Kami or something. I don't know what it says. I, if I pull huh. it up, I can read it. But um, I, actually, I can't read it because it's in. I mean, I think it's safe to say, I mean, we're definitely happy that Lucha Dragons retained. Yeah. And also, uh, with with Villains, the first night, oh my god, this is the coolest thing. The next time we saw it, eh, this, what, like, this isn't going to get over on television. How could this get over in, in, on Raw or SmackDown? The most I could see it getting over is with, like, Jacked or Metal or Velocity or Heat. I don't yeah, see that. Yeah, I, I agree. It's not a tag team that I see being a tag team that 
that'll do anything in, in the company. Yeah, no, I, I definitely I don't see them being much in uh, on the main stage. But Kalisto and Sin Cara, they are not even they. Kalisto, we're gonna say that over and over again. It's Kalisto that is just such a breath of fresh air, and it's once he gets de- once he debuts on the main roster, people are going to you can't not be attracted to the styles of Kalisto. Yeah, I mean, not to take not to take anything away from. Sinkara because I'm, not, I'm a big because he's I'm a obviously big, like I'm a big fan of uh, uh, Unico's portrayal of Sinkara ever yeah. since he took over that character. Even I'm before a, that, though, Unico was good. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. everyone was just like, "Oh, this is boring." Blah blah blah. No, it's not. Yeah, but that's that. They they won the match, and up next, this is another reason why I don't like the fucking crowd. Baron Corbin, the really? I don't think, they just I look like think. idiots at that point. Like after a certain point, cool. you just look stupid. Of course, but let them look stupid. They're fans. That, I'm but so, I am so I don't like it. If I'm sitting in a crowd of people I, chanting one, two, three, four, why? five, it's just because, dumb to me. That's he, dumb. He's been having matches in less than a minute. Yeah, but and I then mean, what happens it, when look like a match like last night? He fell off, and then boom, five seconds later he wins. But you guys look dumb. The crowd looks dumb. It makes How? the whole thing look dumb. I don't like that. That's what nothing makes my it opinion. look dumb. That's your There's opinion. nothing about it dumb. That's your opinion. That's my opinion. I just don't understand your opinion with it. Make how so how listen, it looks. Some people look- eat pork ribs. Some people eat beef ribs. That's their opinion. Some people eat both. Oh, I could go for pork ribs. Yeah, you could. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. Remember that time with the pork rib that you ate it? No. Uh, but this match was really, I, I thought it was good. I love, I'm a big fan. We both are big fans of Baron Corbin. Yeah. Baron Corbin's, uh, he's, I think he's, he's got a, a great future. Once there's something bigger, like a bigger picture, I should say with Baron Corbin, he could definitely be a huge mainstay in NXT and future WWE rosters. I think we're about to see that because uh, as we saw, um, Bull Dempsey was ringside. Yeah. Yeah, Bull Dempsey was ringside, and they were pretty much staring each other down, Bull Dempsey challenging him. Yeah, well, for weeks, and they've been trying to one-up each other. So I, I think that Baron Corbin versus uh, Dempsey is going to be very interesting to see. Yeah. Um, you also had a match that everyone has been looking forward to. More yeah, the because Ascension. Of one, the Ascension one, uh, were in action, bro. They had one tag team over another. Ascension, bro. The Ascension took on... Finn Balor and uh, Hideo Itami. Is it Hideo? Hideo. It's weird, like that, because I thought the the fans were chanting Hideo, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, I say Hideo. Yeah, I'm I'm good with Hideo. Um, I thought it was pretty interesting. I I don't know if they're trying to lose the Itami part, because on his clothing it says, it says Hideo. Yeah, and on his, okay. on his, yeah, on let, his me, type- let me pause you there really fast. Sorry. Okay. The creepiest thing. I mean, yes, granted, both windows on either side of the room are open. My fan is going. Okay. The fan's not on. And now that I mention the fan is going and look up at it, it's stopped. Tell me there's no ghost in my room right now. There's no ghost in your room right now. Like, that's creepy. If there's a ghost in my room, knock on something. That's not even funny. That Did you hear that? Is that? This isn't funny, that? dude. That's not funny. Do you have a Ouija board? No, I wish I did so I could find out his name or her name. Are you sure? Yeah. Can you imagine I did and it was a chick and I started dating a ghost? That would be wild. 
It'd be fucking really wild. Wait, so you have your window open and your fan going and you heard a knock. But my fan's not on. Oh, Could God. it be Elijah? Oh, my God. It's Elijah, my, isn't it? My Hulk Hogan shirt just fell off my shirt rack. There's no possible way that it could have fallen. I feel like right now we are commenting commentating on like... <laughs> Dude, you're going to like... I don't... For someone that hates PewDiePie so much, which let me just say, he doesn't do that. He does that once during the episode. I don't know, man. <sighs> Dude, this is not happening. You're getting attacked by a ghost. I better not be. Speaking of better not be. Better not be <laughs> around the next match. No, we didn't even finish talking Brandon. about Finn Balor and Hideo Itami. Oh, shucks. Itami. You're right. Why did I say Itami? I don't know. But okay, so let me talk this up. So essentially come out, blah, blah, blah. Hideo, oh, to finish off with uh, Hideo, also Hideo, on, his titan, <laughs> on his Titantron, it, I think it only says it. Hideo. Well, that's what I think it only said, didn't it? Always say that? I, no, I think it started with saying Hideo Itami. Oh. So I, I don't well, know. I kind of feel like they're trying to go with that one name for him. This is how fans had to have worked in the old days. No, yeah, they had cultures. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm going to invent something that only works on ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fan. Um, and then, so then you have... Uh, the lights go out and everything. You have like red smoke. Well, it wasn't red smoke. It was just smoke. Well, they had red lighting. lighting. Yeah. yeah, they had red lighting. Smoke and mirrors. And Finn Balor comes out. Uh, Very boogeyman esque. No, he Chris. Chris, Chris I I didn't realize, but Chris explained it to me that he was dressed as Balor, the Irish demon. Oh, yeah. Well, Chris is Irish, so, so he would. Yeah, know he it. he said that he was dressing up as Balor. The Irish Demon, and that's where that re- – because I couldn't figure out if it was Carnage, Venom, a mix of the two. But Chris was saying that that was supposed to be his rendition of Balor. So that made sense. But I marked the fudge out for this completely. I'm not going to lie right now. A tear may have formed in the corner of one of my eyes. A little bit. This a little bit. It doesn't look like that. Huh. The Balor, the Irish Demon? I don't know. I haven't looked it up, but I mean, I'm sure that there's many uh, portrayals of him. Yeah, probably. I, I mean, thought... as, it's, as there is with many uh, uh, gods and mythological characters and all of that. I thought uh, part of him kind of came off as Will of the Wispy. But Ish. it's kind of funny, but how did you like this entrance? Because the week before, I think it was the week before, you said that with Balor's entrance, he needs the he needs the body paint, or it could work with the body paint. Yeah. So now that you see it with the well, body with the, paint, with the lighting and everything, it would look cool. I, I I think that lighting is so cool with where it goes like he's a he's a great actor when it comes to his his entrance. First of all, for the fact that you're crawling out there like Boogeyman does, and there's smoke surrounded you. Surrounding you, oh, yeah, and you're you gonna, crawl under the smoke and into that big smoke pile. So it, like, yeah, it forms a human being out of nowhere. That was that was cool. Yeah, and, that and, was very cool. And then like I love I love the fact like how he crawled into like pretty much the corner of the uh, the barricade. Yeah. Then the way that he scaled, like it was just something <laughs> yeah. about the way that he scaled. He he didn't go up. He scaled the ring steps, and then he scaled up the turnbuckle and 
over it. When he it was, was just in, something when he was in the corner and all the fans were like hitting him on the chest and everything. I was just thinking like, why would I'd be like if I was him, I'd be like, yo, don't touch me. I'm wearing body paint, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that but, that was complete like. If you watch New Japan, holy shit, uh, chant too from an entrance. And if you watch New Japan Pro Wrestling, which Wrestle Kingdom Nine coming up January, which I now I'm going to suggest you watch it. The entrances are very similar to something like that. Yeah, they're very over the top, very, very uh, theater ish. I guess theatrical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, Uh, and I love it. It adds to it, and it's really something that fans could get behind. There's no reason why this could only should only be done at WrestleMania, like entrances like that. I mean, besides the boogeyman. Well, I disagree like, with that. For what do you mean? I think this could be a normal entrance, but I don't. Yeah, think, no, that's what I'm saying. I don't think you should have extravagant entrances for everyone. No, no, no. I don't think everyone, but I think for something like this, like don't just keep it for something special, like the takeovers or like I could like this is cool to have at every show for right. him. Yeah. Um, and so let's move on to the match. The match itself was pretty, it was, it was a good okay. match. Yeah, it was fun. It was, it was a good tag team match. Um, now we, now we think, see that the Ascension have their debut video airing on SmackDown currently. Yeah. And I, um, it's, I think it's safe to say that most, mostly everyone's eyes were on, uh, Balor and Itami during this entire match more, a lot more than the Ascension. Yeah. And I don't know if many people... I know every person in that crowd knew it, but when uh, Hideo Itami picked up one of the Ascension members up, uh, when he picked him up, I marked that. everybody popped in that arena. I don't know if everybody listening knows this, but he is the innovator of the go to sleep, the move that CM Punk used. Yeah, he's the innovator of like a lot of moves that CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, and a lot of independent wrestlers in America do. Uh, don't they don't steal his moves, but they emulate it to their own like as their own. Yeah. Um I don't know, maybe they do get their authoriz his authorization. They're like, hey, do you mind if I use this over there? I don't know how all of that works, but um so I was actually surprised that a lot of people knew that he was gonna go to the go to sleep. Come on. It was I, it's it's that crowd though. It's that indie crowd there. I'm a I, I'm a fan of it, dude. I like it. I mean, it's not as rowdy. But that, as, I'm saying that's why they knew it yeah, was what that's it was. True. And like, that's I, why I, they I assumed just like, it was what it was. Yeah, I just like crowds like that where it's it's a fun environment. You can get uh, chance going very easily. It, it is very marky. I'd rather be. And I think that's why it turns. <laughs> it, that, is that why it turns you off because it is so marky? I don't know. I'd, I mean, I'd rather I, be in I, Japan I, where I could just clap here and there. Although that's still that's pretty awkward. I, I need like a mix between Japan and ROH. I, I, I don't like – I would rather be in a crowd like that than a crowd uh, – indie crowds that we have been – that we have experienced Yeah, firsthand. but if where I'm you sitting love, at – like, Listen, listen, But listen. hold on, hold no, on. No, that, no, like, no, 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 no. Let me no, finish. No, no. I can't let you no. finish that. I am going to finish that. We have been to independent shows where the wrestlers will put on – uh, a sleeper hold, and usually you had that comeback where you had that slow clap going, and the guy, the other wrestler, starts to build up momentum off of the crowd. And well, we've been at events where that hasn't happened, where Brandon and I have felt like that it was on us, right? To where that do. part is awkward. Yeah, but very. I also can't be at an event where because I've been to events that are like that and like ROH at the same time. 
where there's one match, people are chanting, this is awesome for a broomstick versus a broomstick. Super kick mania, boom, 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 boom. But somebody like, I don't know, I'm not going to name names here, but a big, name? big name superstar here, big name superstar oh. there. No, I just don't, I don't have a match in particular. That's why I'm not oh, going right, to name right. one. But they're not doing what they're, what a fan should be doing. So then I feel obligated to sit in a crowd and fucking cheer when I don't like cheering for shit. Yeah, I, I always feel awkward that. But I mean that that's, I don't know. That's I don't like I don't like the ROH indie crowd like that where they're too rowdy and they chant for everything that they pop for the littlest things that that's not like this isn't match of the year candidate. Don't fucking chant for that. Yeah, I, I don't I don't like it when people prematurely chant stuff like that. Speaking of shit, that's not the fucking match of the year candidate. All right. Moving on, the NXT Women's Championship was on the line. Uh, Charlotte, unsurprisingly to me, defeated Sasha Banks and retained her championship. I thought Sasha was great. I thought Charlotte was Charlotte. I already said my piece on Charlotte Flair. Yeah, no, I I mean, we we spoke about Charlotte enough. Um, Sasha Banks, I don't get that hairdo that... She should not have. That was a poor choice. It was uh, pretty, uh, pretty ratchet. <laughs> uh, it was a poor choice to do. It was pretty ratchet. It's what all the chicks in my school wore. All the ratchet it's, chicks. What's ratchet? Uh, some word that was invented recently. So, you, so you're using a word and you don't know what it is. No, it's like you can just look at somebody and see that they're ratchet. They ratchet. Yeah, but that doesn't. Okay, but what are you trying? What do you? What's the underlying meaning of that? What are you saying? They ratchet. <laughs> okay. So are. You, like, if you call someone a ratchet to me, I think that you're talking about, like, a... It's not... You're not calling them a ratchet. They're just ratchet. All right, here it's we go. It's an adjective. Ratchet. We're, we're going to go to the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> ratchet. Something you use with a tool. <laughs> All right. Ratchet. A diva. Mostly from urban cities and ghettos. That has reason to believe she is every man's eye candy. Unfortunately, she's wrong. She ratchet. Should we keep on going? Go, go, go. Typical signs to beware of include, but are not limited to, owning a BlackBerry. What? Blair, Blair's anything by Drake, 2 Chains, Nicki Minaj, Gucci Mane, Gucci Mane? Gucci Mane, bro. Oh, Gucci Mane, Waka Flocka, Lil Payne, <laughs> T-Pain. Oh, Lil, Lil Payne? There's somebody named Lil, Lil Payne? Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, oh. Cali Swag District. Whatever that is. What the hell? And or any other garbage entertainment rapper. Like if you see Nicki Minaj in her fucking video of Anaconda, that's ratchet to me. Rowd Radley quotes lyrics from a foreman wait, aforementioned artist. If you look at the, if you look at the Ho train back in the nineties with Godfather, they ratchet. Has a weave reminiscent of a bird's nest after a tempest <laughs> hit the tree it was in. And it died at least thrice. Not all strippers or hoes are ratchet, but the majority Where's, of that hoe train was ratchet. If you're going to suck some dude's dick because you got a paycheck, you, you ratchet, I think. Where's I don't know if I'm leggings? using that right, but... Where's torn leggings, stockings, mostly of the fishnet variety, unpolished eight, eighth heels? Oh, so you're ratchet, heels. David. Fitted jean jackets. <laughs> And four layers of cake on makeup to go clubbing. <laughs> Repeatedly uses the ludicrous terms such as YOLO, swag, boost, beaking. Wait, ludicrous came up with YOLO? No, no, lo- yeah. 
YOLO swag boost beaking. I don't know what these words are. Beaking Urban Dictionary. Dough. Yeah, all right. Beaking dough really gnaw actually twerk coaster dagger etc to make valid statement when they speak all right i know dagger isn't that the dance that we were watching where with jim ross yeah uh commentating over where yeah, like people were pretty much like i think that's what the jamaican the jamaican dub step dagger i'm, I'm gonna go dagger that. tonight all right so let's see what beaking is because i really have no clue yo Be- i'm a bee king is that what it yeah, is right? or no all right, so let me before we go into these dictionaries and look up dough because dough I don't know. Have side dough bangs. is probably dough. Yeah, right. Have side bangs despite having incredibly side small bangs. ass fore- foreheads to support them. What's a are side com- bang? I don't know. Are commonly overweight. <laughs> See, <laughs> okay, <but> fuck you. <laughs> you're ratchet. <laughs> yeah, but I'm ratchet for being fat. You're ratchet for wearing stockings. <laughs> are are mindlessly stupid. A safe assumption to make would be saying they're uneducated, as if they could not pass the fourth grade. If spotted, please report to the authorities, <laughs> notifying them that they are possible smoke uh, smack addicts. I don't know what smack, smack. is. Smack? Crack? What are you kidding me? You know what smack or is? Potential and dangerous Chaka Khan lookalike. Chaka Khan? Oh, they have an example. You don't know who Chaka Khan is? Yeah, she was the '80s woman man that dated like she wasn't Eddie Murphy. A man. Right? I don't know. My imagine dad, a- my dad drove her one time. I think. There you go. Here, imagine a woman that wears skinny clothes, bad looking See? heels. Ratchet. I can't fish- be ratchet. There, it's men. It's men aren't ratchet. I guess. Hold on, heels and fishnet stock stockings. It's supposed to be stockings, well, or it's the urban dictionary. something else. I don't know. Blast Drake or Waka off her phone would go out of her way. As the cop CDs from these artists has bad, bad hairdos, looks immensely disgusting as a human being and would rather spend her time maintaining her looks, communicating among other folks, and being a jobless, gold-digging bum for the rest of her life, not even bothering to get herself a good shower, a paying career, and a damned effort earned to, uh, a damned effort to earn a degree. Sounds like they're writing about somebody. Yeah, right. Wait, right, what's the see. other word? Beaking. Beaking. Beaking, though. To trash talk someone to their face and make them look like an idiot in front of other people. I was beaking Brandon so hard today that, that he say didn't my name, know does what it? to do about it. No. Um, that oh, makes no what, sense. Oh. That's just like that shit. I don't get bay or whatever. I don't know. Let's see what dough is because dough, if you're a ratchet, you use the word dough. Uh. A deer, a female deer. Okay, thank you, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, a street word replacing though. See, I it's, told you. Yeah, it's also a word that makes me lose my faith to the future English speaking uh, speakers of America. Man, that elephant is big doe. Jeez. Big doe? I don't know. I'd rather just use that with the deer. And that a dill, right? Sense. Huh? You'd rather use that with the dill? No, the dough. <laughs> What's coaster? You know what coaster is? Yeah, it's a great band from the 50s and a thing you put your glasses on of uh, liquids so they don't get table stains. You didn't get that dildo joke, Dave? No. Yes. I... <laughs> Yo, what's that dildo? Uh, all right. A coaster is a witty and highly attractive person. 
uh, un- unusable compact disc or an unusable co- compact disc, <laughs> which failed during a burn process. Its only use is now a coaster. That sounds like a 2006 type of definition. A girl that won't let you have sex with her. Oh, well, there we go. That's the ratchet definition. Won't let you get the wood wet. I'm not reveal <laughs> tonight because you're you're a fucking coaster. So I yeah. hope people didn't tune out yet. All right, let's move on. The main event saw the WWE NXT Championship on the line. Uh, Sami Zayn is the new champion after defeating Adrian Neville after what was a maybe match of the year candidate. Maybe not. Oh yeah, I, I definitely I agree with that. I think that it was a match of the year candidate. It was. It hit everything. Referee. Referee Sean Bennett gets knocked down once. In my mind, oh man, Steen, kill him. Come out, Steen, right now, cause him this match. No, nothing. And you're not the only person because a lot of people in the crowd, I think it was kind of funny because you could see like their reactions. Like they're yelling at Zane, no, no, because they feel the same thing that you were feeling that someone was going to. Well, they also didn't want him to use the championship, right? Yeah, they didn't want him to use the championship. Yeah, so the referee gets knocked out again. I'm like, come on, kill Steen, kill, do it, do it, damn you, do it. Nothing. And also, I just want to go back to the question or comment from Chris earlier. He texted me. I was on the train coming home from Smokey Robinson last night, and he texted me out of the blue and goes, did you see NXT? And I said, no, I'm on the train coming home. I don't even want to check Twitter for any to avoid all spoilers and everything. Uh, and he goes, good, don't. So that was me assuming that he already saw NXT. So then later on when I saw NXT, I tweeted to, or I texted him. I was like, my idea wasn't so far-fetched with them winning the championship and Steen getting involved. No. So but then Chris didn't see it, so. My did he bad. respond to it? He goes, yeah, like at 5 in the morning that I was up to get. He goes, I didn't see it, bruh. I was like, dude, my bad. I thought the way you had said it was Yeah, you don't you never ask someone if they've seen it if you haven't seen it. That's just risky. That's like, just as risky as not watching Walking Dead and going on Facebook. It's like, bro, have you seen Yeah, it's like, dude, did you see The Walking Dead? Oh my god, I can't believe so and so. You don't ask. You don't ask. Yeah, so um, my bad, many, but your bad as well. <laughs> there are many points of this match. There was that uh Blue Thunder bomb. That was fantastic. There was yeah that blue thunder bomb. I mean, there was that moment where Sami Zayn hit his trademark DDT through the ropes. Um, Adrian Neville was unbelievable. They had an amazing exchange uh, chain wrestling uh, going on. Um, there was that moment where Neville went for the red arrow and Zayn put his uh, knees up to prevent it. There was just so many memorable moments of this match that make it stand out compared to anything that. WWE main roster is putting on at the current time. Yeah, and after Sami Zayn finally won the match, um, the whole NXT locker room, including uh, Sammy Callahan, I don't know, what is his current name? Solomon Crow. Right, Solomon I, Crow I, was there. I, I, I marked for that seeing Solomon Crow. It was just so... I it, was it not was cool. to go out. Yeah, neither was I, but it was cool to see people like Solomon Crow and uh, Kalisto like give him positive feedback or like a handshake Delver or whatever it was. There. What? 
You know who wasn't out there? Well, I, before you say that, I just want to say that I thought it was cool because it's we've seen matches between these guys on yeah. the independent on the independent on the independence, bro. <laughs> I don't know why this is happening now. <laughs> it's the gas. It's the gas in your house. I think it is. Or, or you just got possessed by that. <laughs> There's a ghost inside of me, brother. <laughs> Deep down where it's wetter. What? <laughs> from the Little Mermaid. No. Down where it's wetter. Take it from me. Up on the shore, they slave all day. Down all right. here, we fucking play. All right, Sebastian. Um, I thought it was pretty cool that the first person in the ring was Wait. Kevin Owens. Who? Which I thought was like, there's... I was. Then again, I was like, he's out there. There's no way WWE could let this happen. He just debuted. How yeah. can he go out there and hug his best friend like Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero? Something. Well, Beat him played, up. Beat him well, up, they, damn you. They played it up so much. They, I mean, it was no secret that they were all friends. I mean, they played it up in Kevin Owens' videos. Right. Uh, his fight hype videos. But, they even played that up when they had that uh, that sit-down interview with, like, all four of them. Yeah. Right. They were communicating with each other, and they were talking about how, like, Zayn and Owens have traveled with each other, and they've, they pretty much broke through together. But right then and there, I'm like, come on, damn, you do it. And then after he finished hugging him, he just went to a corner and, like, completely went away from Zayn. I was like, he's going to fucking come from behind and just kick his ass Pat Patterson. through the crowd. Yeah, Pat Patterson, I guess, was a huge Sami Zayn guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I mean, it, it was just weird to see him out there instead well, of who clapping were you, backstage. Who were you going to say that was weird? You know who wasn't there? Well, you had Hideo Itami out there. Congratulate him. But you didn't have uh, Finn Balor out there. Well, he probably had his paint still on. Yeah, which I just think is a little bit interesting because they didn't – I'm thinking they didn't have Balor out there with his face paint because – they wanted the focus to be on Zayn, and if he went out there, the focus would have went onto him. Um, another thing, I, I was—I thought it was pretty intriguing that uh, Tyler Breeze was out there. It's weird how he got show. left off the pay-per-view thing. Yeah, and I still think that that Raw match that the four of them had is a match of the year candidate. Uh, Breeze, Neville, Zayn. Yeah. Or was it just a triple threat? Oh, no, and Kidd. No, it was a tag team, yeah. Tyson Kidd. Um, yeah, but, so he, he won the match. They all celebrated. And then, 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 Sami Zayn goes out of the ring and the copyright WWE NXT logo pops up. Well, you're leaving out that Kevin Owens came out with him and they went they went head-to-head -head with each other, having that, like, that... Bro moment. No. And then the then the, co then no. the up. Yep. No. Yes. There's no way. I'll show you the picture. I snapped. I screenshotted it. The WWE uh, trademark picture is up there when that's when it's up there when they embrace each other. But it did it pop up before Kevin Steen came out and then as he was out there, it was still up. Maybe I don't know. That's how I remembered it. When he. When what went down next, as uh, Kevin Owens was assisting Sami Zayn to the back of the ramp, he spins around, grabs him by the throat, and throws him down with authority. That's when I did my Rusev, like, you know how Rusev moves his arms and, like, does that powerful thing? Yeah. That's what I did, except cheered. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, could, he went on to powerbomb him right onto the ring apron. He didn't even hit a pile package package pile driver which both of us thought he was going for i'm sure everybody else did too 
I didn't think he was going for that. Oh, speaking of going for that, we, we completely got off track with that South Park thing before. But Mr. Hanky, I thought, oh, you didn't see it. Oh, Don't fuck. talk anything, you son have... of a bitch. Are you serious? <laughs> you are so bad at this. <laughs> what is your deal? I forgot that's why we got off track because you didn't see it. <laughs> I didn't even tell you I did that. I didn't even ask you if you saw it. You are the worst person at spoiling everything and anything. Like, really? <laughs> I swear this doesn't happen often. Jeez. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, man. My yeah, bad. you're a dick. I can tell you what happens now, or can can wait and um, find out what happens. Yeah, you can tell. You can talk about it. I'll I'll remove my uh, earplug. No, you... no, no, no. Okay. So that was NXT Takeover: Our Evolution. Uh, uh, the next one should be what January, February? Probably January, February. Uh, I don't think January. I don't know. Maybe not. How many? How How often do they do it? I don't Every know. Two maybe. or three months, right? So it should be maybe February, March? Yeah, next one's probably going to be around WrestleMania time. Oh, right. Yeah, so it'd be like March. Yeah. Um, and that is all we have for now. And when we, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to give you the coverage of some more sports entertainment. And do we have any musical interludes this week that you, didn't, that you actually want to tell me about? We'll no? be right back here. On Marking Out. This is Head Shrinker Samu. If you ain't listening to Marking Out, you ain't doing shit, homie. And we're back on episode 200 of One Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. SmackDown? Yes? 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 <laughs> yes? Yes? yes. <laughs> I don't know if you're laughing or crying now. No, but... <laughs> oh, guess that's, that's a giant airplane. That's a giant airplane. Imagine this, this one's happened. just inside my head right now. Like, there's just words and noises that are streaming across, like Campbell's noodle soup. It's weird. It's very weird, man. I'm telling you, it's not even alphabet soup. It's just little chicken's noodles. No, it's the gas leak that's in your house right now. I don't know if it's the gas leak in my house or the gas leak in your house. Hey, -o. that's true. Hey, those are little that's... fucking Jewish stars hanging there. What? Cool. Little uh, stars of David's. Where? Across the street. Oh. They're Christmas decorations. Oh, they're probably snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> You're so Jewish. <laughs> Why? You act like the fucking Chicago flag don't got Jewish stars on it. Smackdown, let's kick it off the bads. The only bad, in my opinion, was the fact that Seth Rollins with the Arrest of the Authority promo with Big Show... And I'm going to call them the authority because it's Seth Rollins, J&J &J Security, and Kane. Uh, he spoke about taking the number one contendership away from John Cena at the pay-per-view. And then Big Show spoke about a stairs match with Rowan. And Big Show grabbed the steel steps and then continued to smash them on the bottom steps. Yeah, I didn't understand the point of that. Kane cut a promo on Ryback. And all honesty, this reminded me of like really bad WCW. What do you mean? Which, it's just like the way that this promo was fully put together. It's just, I, I can't really describe it. If you know what bad WCW is, you should be able to assimilate it. Is that the right word? That sounds like it could be the right word. Campbell's noodle soup? <laughs> You're losing it, dude. You should be able to understand, I think, 
I think, if you watch that promo and think bad WCW. But Santino came out and set up the main event, which was Seth Rollins and Big Show versus Ryback and Eric Rowan. Yes, because Santino was the uh, guest GM. Yes, he was. Um, so, where were you going? Middles, that, good? Yeah, the, let's go to the middles, where we okay. also, another promo, uh, Dean Ambrose was talking about Bray Wyatt. And I think at this point, again, it's just all repetitive. Like, yeah, it's good, but it doesn't seem like it's 100% something Dean Ambrose would say. Mm-hmm. And to top this fucking bad promo off, Rusev came out and Lana cut a promo, which, again, seems repetitive. And Rusev ended up cutting a promo on Jack Swagger. Which we nobody wants to see anymore. A promo on Jack Swagger when he's apparently there's they were supposed to have a match, Rusev and Ambrose, and Ambrose wasn't que- cleared to fight, but apparently he was. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? I don't give a shit. Why? Why? Dean Ambrose, Why? Dean Ambrose went to go fight Rusev, who was still up at the ramp. Bray Wyatt attacked him from behind, and he hit uh, Dean Ambrose with the guillotine. What would you call it? A guillotine with the chair? Yeah, I think that's appropriate. Yeah, so that's basically the main thing to take away from that whole segment was the guillotine choke or no, next no. smash. Next match. Yeah. Yeah. To, to, to Dean Ambrose. Um, and then you also have in the middle is the, uh, well, I guess leading up to this, right? Leading up to it, Naomi got a bunch of flowers. Yeah, I don't think she had and, a, uh, <laughs> I think they're just called a bouquet. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we can go to that, too. She got a bouquet of flowers from The Miz. No, Uh, was it from The Miz or was it from an agent? It was from The Miz. Oh. It was from The Miz. And, uh, Jay? Yeah, Jay was pissed or no? Which one, Jimmy or Jimmy? Jimmy dates Naomi. Okay, so Jimmy was pissed. Jimmy took the bouquet, threw it on the floor, glass all over, it's a good thing nobody cut themselves. Glass all over. Um, so then that led to The Miz versus Jey Uso. Yeah, and uh, prior to that match even, Miz cut a promo about Jimmy. And he said that he's trying to help Naomi with an agent, but he doesn't know if Jimmy is jealous or insecure. And, yeah, so Jimmy went in to attack Miz before the match started. And uh, I think this storyline is dumb. Given, I like it. Listen, I'm happy that Naomi is getting getting used, but given the the who they are, I think this is a dumb thing. I don't think it's bad. I think it's good. Um, like you said, it gives Naomi exposure, but also I like the storyline. I think it's interesting. It's fun. It's a way that if you want, you can speculate stuff with Maurice coming back. No, um, you can speculate that. Nobody else is speculating that. I've seen no. I've seen people. I've seen people speculating. Exactly. Who is that? Uh, That's the guy from Power Rangers. Alpha, yeah. Zordon. Yeah. Even though it doesn't <laughs> sound like Zordon or Alpha. But uh, the bell rang and Jimmy again went to go attack Miz before they actually locked up, and uh, the referee banned him from ringside. Uh. Jay hip-tossed Miz during the match into the ring, where Miz now also hip-tossed himself into the ring, which served as distraction. And, and it was uh, amazing. Yeah, which distracted Jay, and uh, Miz won with the skull-crushing finale. Yeah. Um, you also had 
Naomi defeat Brie Bella with the thanks to AJ with a little bit of distraction. Yeah, well, Nikki tried to get involved and uh, AJ was on commentary and she ripped her off the apron and Naomi ended up winning. Yeah, Brie um, got distracted by all that commotion on the outside. Yeah, not not much really happening with that match. No, uh, um, more just further uh, further bringing along that Divas Championship storyline. Right. Um, Naomi didn't involve Naomi or anything, but Naomi already has that storyline with the Miz. Right. So it was a it was a good filler. Uh, now into our goods, we have Dolph Ziggler defeating Luke Harper via disqualification when Luke Harper kicked Ziggler in the balls. And what a freaking kick that was! Yeah, Dolph that, Ziggler could have won the title, but boom, got hit in the balls. Hit in the balls. That was that looked like it hurt. <laughs> I mean, obviously it did, but he like. The way he did it, he like sent Ziggler like flying. Of course, Ziggler's selling, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the match was fun to watch, and uh, Harper set up a ladder to powerbomb Ziggler on afterwards. But Ziggler hit him with the face buster onto it, and then Santino came out and set up a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship at TLC. And uh, I have to say yeah. that I love the fact that Santino, as the general manager, had a cobra as a pocket square. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Luke Harper getting DQ'd so often? Do you think it diminishes him, or do you think it's okay because it's leading up to TLC where it's all weapons, and all he wants to do is use a weapon to uh, hurt his opponent, or he wants to use a low blow to uh, inflict pain or something, or save his championship? Do you think that it's, real, it's damaging, or nah, it doesn't matter? I don't think it matters in this case. Okay. Somebody like Seth Rollins, I think it does, but with Luke Harper, I don't think there's mm. much there. All right. Um, you also had the New Day, uh, Kofi was, and Woods. Yeah. Uh, versus Kid and Cesaro. Defeating Kid and Cesaro. Yeah, defeating them with a nasty finisher. Well, before you even mention their finisher, I liked how during the match when, as we were talking about earlier, when crowds are dead and you're supposed to like amp up the crowd and everything, Kofi had the crowd clapping differently instead of just like. Yeah, I caught that. He had like it sounded like the like the Ronettes, "Be My Baby." He was like, kind of like um, that, which I um, thought was cool. But yeah. that finisher, yeah. Um, that finisher looked like it hurt. Like, I don't know if the way it's viewed, it looks like he legit connects with the well, double stomp. You have the backbreaker and double stomp to the face. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want it, like, I mean, actually, no, I caught, I finally caught how they did it, though. Upon well, review. They spread off. Upon further yeah. review, review, review. It Upon is encroachment, review. encroachment, encroachment. Yeah, they spread. <laughs> yeah. They spread. No like shit. I noticed that right away. Yeah. And I think I think the New Day would be more over as a trio in NXT. Um, rather than being on the main roster and having to deal with that crowd. Yeah. I think. I agree. But then how, how over? Gonna... Well, I mean, how over was Big E when, when yeah. he was in NXT? Everyone was Gen 5. Everyone. Yeah. Um, uh, all... What's that? Nah, just that's... All right. In your main event, you had Eric Rowan and Ryback defeating Seth Rollins in Big Show. 
which not much went on in this match, but eh, it wasn't bad. Kane tried to get involved, and all the refs came out and took him to the back. And I just think, for me, the major thing to take away from this, to mention here, because it happened here and it happened in the past, why does Joey Mercury carry Seth Rollins when he's knocked out? I think that looks so damaging to somebody's character that somebody's so small. Yeah, he's supposed to be security, but it's supposed to be like a joke of a security. I don't think it's supposed to be. Uh, they're I mean, like it's a not stooge. Like a, they're like a stooge. But they're not. They're not in their seventies. Yeah, I mean, I just think it doesn't look so great. I don't know. I don't think there's any. Problem. I don't think it looks so great with the, for the character itself. I don't know. Okay. For the character of Seth Rollins, at least. Uh, all right. So let's talk about some Monday night. Monday Night Nitro being set up by David. Yeah, raw. Freak out. Yeah, raw. Big time raw. Raw? Raw. Big time, Bay. Big time raw. Oh, by the way, I think Jay-Z raw and dog. Beyonce were at the concert. Raw dog? <laughs> yeah. Monday Night Raw, dro- raw dog? Raw dog that without a candom. Without a what? A candom. Something that you put on your can to yeah. drink with it being completely safe. So where do you want to start with this? That's a real thing, by the way. Let's start with the bats because it's only one. Well, do you want to do you want to go with the slammies first or after? Um, let's go. Rather well, than let's... give everybody the whole chunk of raw first, and then just do you want to just start with the slammy awards? All right, that works for me. Well, the slammy awards not categorized, even though we both know what category they're in. What do you mean? It was shit. The whole show is shit. For oh, yeah. But Seth Green was there to host, which I thought he did a great job. I think the fans, WWE, I think, should look and really, really, really look into who they're having guest host. Who the fuck cares about Grumpy Cat? Nobody. That is stupid. Nobody for wrestling, at least. It's like, who the fuck cares about so-and-so? Nobody. People mm-hmm. like Seth Green in the wrestling industry. People like Seth Green. Fans cheer for him. That's a fine host to have. But he was there... Whatever he, I don't know if did he introduce Miz and Mizdow? No, they just came out. I think they just came out. Yeah, so that was a fun moment. But uh, they had Shocker. Yeah, I, I thought that that was a fun moment. And when uh, Seth Green said that majority of people care more about Mizdow than the Miz, and then Mizdow looks over at Seth Green and we just did that like "Have your people call my people" sign. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. But they, I think they introduced the Shocker of the Year. Um nominees, but I'm not positive, but Brock Lesnar defeating Taker won at Mania. Yeah. Um, I think of the great. ones, I, I obviously I think I have to, of the ones that were nominated, I don't think anything, I would have put all my money on absolutely not. Brock Lesnar doesn't deserve to break the streak. Brock Lesnar would never 100% yeah. be the one that I mean, breaks the streak. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they went with the Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins, Turning on the shield too. I think that was of all of them, aside from the fact, aside from the the big shocker that shocked the whole wrestling world with Undertaker losing. I think that Seth Rollins one was pretty shocking because I remember having to Skype you and make you watch it and everything right afterwards. Yeah, and I completely disappointed you in reaction. You were like, <laughs> "I'm eating cupcakes." <laughs> 
Yeah, I was dead on. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, all right, so you want to just talk through these categories? Yeah, we had Johnny Ace presenting Surprise Return of the Year. This, I thought, was the stupidest fucking one. Uh, Ultimate Warrior won it. I wait, thought wait, it... hold on. Hold on. Before you start to bash Warrior or whatever. Uh, I'm not going to bash Warrior. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm using Wikipedia right now to go through all of them. So just so you know where I'm at. Okay. So Ultimate Warrior won that. Yeah, it was... I don't think it was that big of a surprise, though. Given the fact that he's been in video games past... I... Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that the surprise one was... The true surprise was the Rock, the Rock. In, Bar in uh, Barclays. Yeah, absolutely. But I think that they obviously, I think, just needed that to pay tribute to Warrior. Yeah, I mean, if you want to do that, you could have maybe thought of a a better award for that like a better category for him to win <laughs> like what best nominee know. of 2014 best best best, best monday best night speech. raw speech that yeah initially or creepiest monday night raw speech oh uh, that's wild yeah um all right so fan participation award no no no, no. you're w not you're not doing this why? I'm doing this because you because you, you, you have Wikipedia. I have the ones that aired on Raw. Yeah, I'm going through all of them. Yeah, I don't have that. All right, so so then I'll cover the ones that you don't have. Exactly. So you can start after me. Fan <laughs> after participation award. The you sold out chant towards Seth Rollins one, which is dumb because I think oh. we the people. Yeah. Or what was the other big one that was? Uh, or or uh, he's got the whole world in his hands. Yeah, I thought we the people should have won that. Yeah, that was pretty 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 loud. Uh, we had Seth Green introducing Jerry Lawler to present Diva of the Year, and uh, AJ won. I have a problem with it. I think it should have been a Bella, or it should have been Paige, but given the fact that WWE completely just like, nope, nope, fuck Paige, we're not doing anything with her, killed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why I think it should have been a Bella. But I think that I think AJ got voted in because of CM Punk and not because of her. I don't know. And uh, AJ's speech was saying that she hopes next year somebody like Bailey or Paige wins it. So hopefully this Sunday. I've been saying this for the past few pay per views, but hopefully this is it. Seriously, I'm done with AJ. I've checked yeah. out. Hopefully she's checked out as well. Um, double cross of the year went to Seth Rollins betraying the Shield. Do you which have kind of, do you have uh, which ones aren't aren't aired on Raw? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, it's because just because it says presenter WWE.com. Oh, okay, okay. You still there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm <laughs> waiting for you to move on. Oh. I thought we could go like every other, or actually, I could go again. There's yeah. a lot of these. Oh, go again. Um, Animal of the Year went to the Bunny. Really? Yeah, that I thought that was the dumb fucking category. Yeah, Grumpy they, actually, Cat. No, oh my Adam, god, Grumpy Cat was fucking nominated. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Out of those, the Bunny should have won. I Sorry for cursing, Bunny, but Grumpy Cat shouldn't be on there. Yeah, uh, we had Damian Mizdow as Miz's stunt double win for LOL Moment of the Year, which Miz proceeded to take the Slammy and act as if it was his, which was awesome. Um, it's just a follow-up with that best actor of the year went to The Rock and no. not missed out. Another stupid fucking category. I mean, I personally, I think that it should have went to Batista or Mizdow. I mean, I finally saw Guardians of the Galaxy and I thought it was amazing. But you gotta see Hercules. You gotta see Hercules, man. I don't care about it. Well, maybe you should. Ashuma Kente or whatever it was. <laughs> no, Scorpion King? Yeah, okay. 
Ricky's the Dragon Steamboat presented match of the year. It was. Uh oh, who's that? I have no idea. Who, who, who's that? Doug. Oh my god. Del Rio. <laughs> Imagine. You know, it sounded more like what's his name? Ricardo. Oh, did, since we mentioned, did you see Del Rio sign with Ring of Honor? Yes, Alberto El Patron will be with Ring of Honor in 2015. Yeah, and he just won uh, one of the championships in Mexico. I forgot what though. Yeah. But Ricky Steamboat presented Match of the Year because he seems to think, and I guess a lot of other people seem to think he's been in Match of the Years with Randy Savage, etc. Explain your argument. Just, no, because you have, you, just explain it. Because, just because you have a lot of people like, whoa, how is Steamboat for Savage not? I look at Randy Savage or Steamboat as a very, very boring match. I don't think it was a good match. Okay, relax. <laughs> <laughs> But what am I to do? How am I to? But also, like to taint everything. <laughs> taint. Oh, really? that's everything funny. that like was wrong with that was also that was pre-planned. That's what. That's what, what they say. Yeah. And that ever like it was what that was pre-planned like spot by spot. Yeah. So. Which sometimes I'm fine with that, but even like. I don't know. You see guys on the independent scene doing that, and it's just like just go out there and. I, I feel like wrestler, it's. I feel like it's too dangerous to. So you plan one or two things, but I think a wrestler should be good enough to. I mean, granted, I mean, yes, Indy, Indy, and like you mentioned, Indy, they don't do that. What? Th- that uh, move by move by move. Uh, they just hit. They just. I mean, or at least no, from what I've seen and from what no, I know, no. they only go over maybe four, uh, three to four spots in the match. I call bullshit on that statement. All right. But the match of the year that ended up winning somehow was Team Cena versus Team Authority from Survivor Series. I voted that. I agree. I Out of the nominations, come on. I thought that out of the nominations, it should have been Evolution versus Shield. No way. That's what I think. And Actually, that was pretty good. Obviously, the they left off so many matches that should have been... Like, oh, yeah. First of all, the fact that, yes, Daniel Bryan did win the championship in that match against Randy Orton and Batista at WrestleMania 30, but if you were going to put a match from WrestleMania 30 on there for match of the year, it would have been Triple H versus Daniel Bryan. Not the the, fi- the, fi- the final match where D. Bryan actually wins the title, because I think Triple H, ver- I think that was one of Triple H's best matches ever. I don't know, uh... I would put Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan from Royal Rumble. I would put John Cena versus Damian Miz, uh, Damian Mizdow. Sandow. You could say Sandow then. Yeah. Uh, from like one of the beginning Raws where he cashed in. Yeah. And, and, I, and there's I also put, Cesaro versus Cena. Yeah, Cesaro, Cena. There's also the Zayn and Breeze and Kid and Pac or yeah. Neville, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, that tag team match that they uh, spotlighted in. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff there that just a lot of these nominations got very pissed off at. I mean, it just doesn't make make much sense. And for those Cena hater haters right now, if you look at all those potential match of the years, John Cena has been in a majority of them. So just saying. What else you got? Uh, we got tweeted best tweeter. Twitter, Another bullshit one. Twitter handle or social campaign. Um, why is, I mean, not that I'm against it, but why is Matt nominated? Why is Zack Ryder on there? I guess because he's it, the internet champion. Like, I, I could, that's the only reason. I mean, they, it's because of them 
that he's not relevant right now. Like, he's not relevant at all. Like, obviously, they don't keep updated with him because his social campaign, they because of them, it really dwindled a little bit. Yeah. It, well, it's just Vince McMahon. If Vin, Vince McMahon probably has no clue that the Slammy Awards happened. Each category, like the ones that weren't announced on TV. Yeah. Best best Twitter handle. What does that mean? Hill uh, Ziggler. Let's pick that one. Yeah, but how is Ziggler that? Ziggler's quite funny on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, I'm going to, because I'm guessing you're coming to the end, right? No, I got two or three more. All right, I'm going to go through some more. Rivalry of the year, Daniel Bryan versus The Authority, which I, I think that we could agree on, right? Or no? Yeah. What else was there, though? Uh, the Shield versus Evolution, Lesnar versus Cena, Rusev versus USA, and Rollins versus Ambrose. Oh, that pisses me off. <laughs> Rusev versus UFC, UFC USA. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, against oh, Zack Ryder, good, Jack Swagger. Good thing that you brought show. that up because we haven't even spoken about that. Yeah. I was going to so, talk about it earlier and I forgot. All right, so you want to talk about it now? No, we'll talk about it after Raw. We're so forgetting. Uh, Raw guest star of the year went to Hugh Jackman. It didn't go to Grumpy Cat. It, no, no, not Grumpy Cat. <laughs> I was joking. Best couple of the year, Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. I think that makes them two-time winners. Two-time, two-time. Why, they won last year for best couple? Yeah, they won last year too. We also had Rob Van Dam present the extreme moment of the year, which I thought he was an independent wrestler now. <laughs> no? Yes. Yeah, it was a little joke. Oh. Not really a joke. It was just an observation. It was terrible. It's 2014. It's winding down, folks. It won't happen next year. Yeah, it will. But the winner of that was Chris Jericho doing a diving crossbody to Bray Wyatt off the top of the cage. Why? Because that's more extreme than for, I mean, Kane hitting Daniel Bryan with the tombstone on the table, the floor, and the steps. Yeah. Even Rollins with and Ambrose with the fake cinder block would have been a better one. I don't get that. And how the fuck are 16 German suplexes that Lesnar does something extreme? How is that extreme? What is WWE's definition of extreme? What a joke for them to have RVD come out and present something like that and have that nominated. Or have a diving crossbody that, which I can see being extreme given the fact that if you go back to the the root of extreme. If you want to put that Chris Jericho up there, why is this not up there? What, Seth The anti-gravity moment of the year. Right? The fact that you have anti-gravity moment of the year and Adrian Neville's Red Arrow does not win, I feel like that's like, really? Who won as anti-gravity of the year? Seth Rollins diving off the balcony at Payback. Now that should have been an extreme moment instead of the Chris Jericho. Because that was an awesome moment. And Adrian Neville should have won that. So shame on everyone that didn't vote for him, yeah. especially when it involves anti-gravity. How many more uh, do you t- have? Uh, a few. I'll just run through them. Uh, tell me he didn't just say. Tell me you didn't just say that insult of the year went to The Rock insults Rusev and Lana. Uh, you have WWE Tag Team of the Year. How is Tag Team of the Year and Breakout of the Year not on actual Raw? I mean, those are two like. Big things. Yeah. We I mean, forgot. We actually forgot to mention, I think, earlier with SmackDown that after the New Day won their match, Goldust and Stardust cut a promo on them, and the New Day retaliated with their own promo. I Good thing that you mentioned that. It's actually interesting because we saw Xavier Woods kind of um, 
snap a little bit. As, like yeah. when he like when he started responding to them, he started in, laying out insults and insults, and they had to like calm him down. And then he went back into his uh, I don't know gospel ish uh, tone. So it's very interesting to see that they do have that uh, interior characteristic that may come out at some point. Um, but Tag Team of the Year and Breakout should have been on Raw instead of This Is Awesome moment. Well, who, who was Breakout of the Year? All right, well, Tag Team of the Year was Sammy? the... Wait, well, Tag Team of the Year was the Usos. Which, should it have been the Brotherhood? I... Maybe Which, not. No, I guess the Usos were pretty hot this year. Uh, NXT Superstar was Sami Zayn. NXT Superstar of the Year was Sami Zayn. Faction of the Year was The Shield. Uh, the, tag, uh, the Breakout Star of the Year was Dean Ambrose. Which I thought was dumb. Who else was nominated for that? Rusev. Did Robert it break Reigns, out? Didn't break out? H and Seth. Who was it before? What do you mean? Before Seth? Paige. I guess she was the only person that broke out, really. I don't know. I thought Roman Reigns broke out. I don't think so. And Seth Rollins. I don't think so. He didn't do enough. They didn't do enough to have been a breakout year. They broke out of their uh, their S.H.I.E.L.D. characters into new gimmicks. I don't know. I don't don't consider it a breakout like that. I don't know. Why? Who else? Who would you... Say his breakout star of the year. I don't know. Of that list, Paige. She came right away, fucking Thunder. Boom. Champion. Lost right. it. Boom. Championship again. Two-time, three-time champion now? Yeah. Uh, hashtag of the year went to RKO out of nowhere. Which is such fucking bullshit because that has nothing to do with WWE. Nor yeah, was it even anything that WWE did. Yeah. I, none of these Twitter handles, Moscow Moose Knuckle, I don't know what that that's, means. That's the thing that The Rock said to Rusev at Barclays. Oh, Occupy Raw. Yeah, that was the... Suplex Repeat and 999. Yeah. Really? That's why okay. I said I would fire anyone involved with these Slammy Awards. Yeah, I agree. All right, um, I'm all done with my list if you want to finish it up. Booker T was there to present Superstar of the Year. And Roman Reigns won. Wait, I, I what? That's surprising. I think Daniel Bryan should have won, but apparently his box on WWE.com was in the same thing as Roman Reigns. No, so, was it wasn't. I don't know if that's true or not. Where like no. they were each separated. I think that that's false or that's for maybe a specific one fan's computer because when I voted I was able to vote for Roman for who did I vote for? No, no, you were able to vote for. I voted for Daniel Bryan. You were able to punch that button in, but they were in the same box, I think. So either way, you're gonna still either. I don't know how voting works specifically, but let's say who who were who else was nominated? Uh, Brock Lesnar. He was on one line. Dean Ambrose. One line. John Cena. One line. Seth Rollins. One line. Bray Wyatt. One line. Roman Waynes. Roman Waynes. Same line. Same box. I don't yeah, know. You had two two little dots on the right to vote for each of them, but apparently they were in the same box. So I don't know if that registers as. I don't think. Fuck? I think what that he was. I think he was going to win no matter what. Anyways, I don't know. I'm I, I'm fine with it. 
I don't see him being the superstar of the year for what did he do? He eliminated eight people, nine people in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, but he also made a huge impact before he was making a huge impact before his uh, injury. Who who would you give it to? Daniel Bryan. He achieved everything this year. But he's been he's been he's been injured for a little bit now. So has Roman Reigns. Not as long as Daniel Bryan. I don't know. Not, not as long as Daniel Bryan. For what Daniel Bryan accomplished over Roman Reigns, I would 100% say Superstar of the Year for WWE at least, Daniel Bryan. I don't know. I, I voted for Daniel Bryan. So, so you would say but the I'm same okay, thing? But I'm okay with Roman Reigns winning it. But I don't really care. I mean, honestly, I, I'd rather a superstar appear to someone that's going to be around for a while. I so can't okay believe you even voted for them. Yeah. Um, and that's all. That's Slammy's. Yeah. Good shit. Actually, no, it wasn't good shit. It was definitely missable. You didn't have to watch it. And if you cared, God bless you. Now, uh, moving on to the bads of Monday Night Raw. We have AJ defeating Summer Rae, which, even though Summer Rae was good here, AJ won and was bad. And I got really pissed off with how long it took for AJ to fall after Summer Rae hit her with that spin kick. And that's just one of the many fucking moments where AJ just stands out as being that same seeable. Like, I can see right through you. You're not good. Uh, all right, so what about this? I'm just going to backtrack. This is an award that they've had in the past that they could have had for Warrior. Lifetime Achievement Award. Who the fuck won that? Uh, they had a few people. Um, Lifetime Achievement Award winner was Fleddy, uh, Freddie Blassie. In ninety uh, in two uh, two thousand eight, and so was Arnold uh, Arnold Scotland. When ninety in ninety seven, um, and then you had let's see. I'm just I would gonna, have been offended. Like, I would have been offended if Ultimate Warrior won that. And then let's see, Freddie Blassie, Scotland. I guess that's it. If you wanted somebody to win that. This year or something, that's Bruno or somebody like that, not Warrior. Bruno? Yeah. Why would not Warrior? Because what compared to Arnold Scotland and If you wanted to Freddie if you wanted Blassie, to pay homage to someone that passed away. I don't know. I wouldn't give it to Warrior. How'd this work out? New sensation of the squared circle. Winner, Ahmed Johnson. Really? He, de- he defeated Goldust. Isaac Yankum, Savio, uh, Savio Vega, and the Body Donnas. Who, for the most part, are, well, two out of all of them were... Better, more successful than uh, Ahmed. Although you had, yeah, but I, I mean, I would put Ahmed on the same level as Savio and, and uh, the Body Donnas, even though Candido is one of those guys that are clearly in his, like a class of his own. And if you don't know any Candido matches, go out and watch a bunch of Candido. Yeah, very talented. Some of these are pretty funny. Like that, I didn't realize that they had so many uh, uh, comedic categories in the past. Like best what? buns <laughs> nominated for best buns: Goldust, Yoko Izuna, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, and Sonny. Now, was it Yoko Izuna's <laughs> hair or? Ah, <laughs> good question. Who was who was before Sonny? Uh, who was it? Uh, Razor Ramon. 
I don't get what it. What does that even mean? I don't know. Best tattoo? Really? Uh, I realized that... Uh, Why is Repo Drew Barrymore Man, nominated? I realized that Repo Man has the same tattoo as Demolition Smash. No, that's incorrect. Oh, I realized that Papa Shango has the same tattoos as Kama Mufasta. Yes. <laughs> what that's was Drew Barrymore nominated for? Best tattoo? I don't get in it. In what year? Uh, in the 90s. She must have made an appearance on WWF or something. Nah, this is just like all these categories are just crazy. Maybe all right, moving on. Drew Barrymore? Yeah, biggest, so biggest yeah. what? Biggest, you can't just say biggest after having that buns category. No, I was going to say biggest rat, Owen Hart. Biggest rat? Yeah. Oh, there's 94. somebody else in that category. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who the fuck is in that category to have won? To have like... No, they don't show... They, oh, they don't they, show that? They didn't show, yeah. They and didn't show Owen them. won that? Yeah, because this is a time where I think he like he was the uh, he was the what the Slammy Award winner and everything. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so there's definitely somebody else that could have won for Rat. But moving to the middles, we have Natalia defeating Charlotte, and I was so happy to see the NXT logo pop up. And as soon as I heard that it was Charlotte's theme, I was like, Oh no! Why would you do this to me? And I don't know how anyone could watch that match. And only if you only look at Charlotte, how could you say she's good? There's mm -hmm. so many things in that match. Only look at Charlotte. Go back and watch that match and look at Charlotte only. That sucks. This sucks. Boom, bomb, bim, bim, bomb, blim, boom, boom, boom. David Flair was better than you. You suck. Wow. Yep. All right. Uh, next up. You had that promo, right? Yeah, Bray Wyatt cut the promo about the TLC match, and all of a sudden, uh, sirens go off, and an ambulance pulled into the darkened arena. It, is it just me? Or, like, it, I thought it was weird that this ambulance, like, it was, didn't pull into the arena. It was, like, it was there. I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah. Like, I'm like... I'm one, like, I well, feel I like guess they did that for they, like five minutes. Or when, when the lights turned off for Bray Wyatt, I guess that's when they backed it in. Thank you. Okay. And the lights all of a sudden turn on, sirens turn on, there's smoke inside the, the ambulance for whatever reason. But Remember, has it RVD was in there. But boom, the doors open, the smoke comes out of the ambulance, and Dean Ambrose gets out, and he grabs a table, a chair, a ladder... Rips off his neck brace. Dean throws the chair in and hits Bray. He hits him with the ladder, which Bray was just knocked out from that. Yeah. But, oh, no. Did you see him get hit in the head with the chair? Yeah, but that's still... Yeah, it was like a pretty hard fucking hit. Yeah, I got, I got nervous. I mean, good thing he didn't actually get... I mean, I don't think he really got hurt with that. I'm talking. You. I'm talking about where when uh, Dean Ambrose. When he went to the ring. Yeah. Huh. When he went yeah. by the ring, he threw it right at his fucking head. No, he didn't. He didn't mean to throw it at. No, his No, I know just, that. Yeah. yeah. He was just throwing the chair into the ring, and one of the legs. I mean, it looked like one of the legs nailed Bray Wyatt right in the head. That could have been bad. Yeah, but after that, he uh, pulled out a table, and Bray got away. But that ambulance right. part. To me, it had like an ECW kind of feel to it, but like it completely, did. completely not. 
I can't say why it reminded me of ECW, but it just, for whatever reason, maybe it's because of the old ECW entrance for WWE, where maybe. it was like the I, siren. I think, sh- I think that they should have um, shown the ambulance actually coming into the arena. No, it was supposed Instead to be of- like that big surprise where, boom, all of a sudden yeah, this guy I thought- pops out of the ambulance and there's Yeah, smoke. I thought that's stupid. I think that they should have shown, because uh, what, so you while the lights are out, you're just going to have them back it in quietly while everybody around that area sees you backing it in? Not necessarily, though. Everybody's focused I mean, on Bray Wyatt. I don't know. I think that's stupid. I think that it would have been better if they actually showed them, taking them, what, the 30 seconds to show them backing an ambulance into the actual where they were backing But it was it supposed to come off as surprise where, oh, my God, these sirens, what are they doing here? Why is there an ambulance? Oh, my God, it's Dean Ambrose. Exactly, but you can still Which, have the same thing if you have the thing – if you turn on the sirens and the lights and you have it start backing up then. Is that, now, is that now going to be a TLCA match? Are we going to see the very first ever tables, ladders, chairs, and ambulance match? Obviously not, but... Yeah, probably not. You want innovative, man. There's your innovation right there. Stretcher match? No. You are you already have the TLC match signed and an ambulance stipulation. You get to use the tables, ladders, and chairs, but you got to move them into the ambulance. There's your combination. Yeah. You want a stairs match? Okay, whatever. You could have the TLCA match. Which no one still has any idea really what that means. With the stairs match, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of stairs match, Eric Rowan defeated Luke Harper by disqualification when Luke Harper hit Eric Rowan with the ladder. And I don't think that this match should have happened. I don't do think mean? given that they were tag team partners and everything and there's like the, the whole the bigger picture to me it just doesn't make sense. Why it was such a short match, why it ended in DQ, why it was this, why it was that. I didn't like this as a match. I don't think it should have happened. I I'm fine with it. I'm completely good with it. I thought I liked the fact that they were battling with like hard hitting back and forth for a little bit, and then you got up to the DQ part. I'm okay with it. I I yeah. see why they were going at it because they were both um, one uh, was in the what well, was post authority whatever in thir- authority, and uh, the other one opposing. So I am completely fine with this, and especially because it's leading into the pay-per-view. So I'm good. Yeah, and Eric Rowan got his chair hits in there. I mean, stairs hits. Stair hits in there. Stair hits? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, in our other middle, we have John Cena defeating the Big Show via disqualification when Seth Rollins and J&J Security got involved, where they grabbed a ladder and a table, and Rollins went to curb stomp Cena off the top of the ladder, Ziggler ran down and pushed him off. Then Ziggler and Cena beat them up or beat the security up. And Big Show came out, or Big Show was already out there, knocked out Ziggler and John Cena. Eric Rowan ran down. Who else? I'm sorry, dude, but I Luke don't understand Harper. how you don't like segments like this. It's just, I I'm over them. this, man. There's just over, it's just too much week after week of this dumb bullshit. It just doesn't make sense. It's a giant clusterfuck. To me, it's the writing team being like, uh, we, um... But it's nothing the champion, different. The champion's not here. Let's, uh, um, let's throw everybody here and just... You guys all just go out there and do this. Yeah, well, yeah, because it sends the crowd at home happy. You get to see I all these know. wrestlers colliding that are in the main event at this pay-per-view. You know. have to feature them somehow all at the same time. 
I, I mean, know. I don't. I disagree. I didn't like that at all. And I think it's it, great. It, it all came to an end. Johnson ended up hitting the attitude adjustment on Eric, on uh, Luke Harper, and Seth Rollins took too long. I thought for that curb stomp. Oh, let's add that too. Um, pretty positive we saw Luke Harper versus John Cena this year, which was a match of the year candidate. And I forgot, okay. forgot all about that. And then uh, Seth Rollins and the J&J security put John Cena through the announce table for Raw to close. Yeah. I wasn't a fan, but what are you going to do? I liked it. Uh, moving on to the goods, we had Seth Rollins defeating Dolph Ziggler. And uh, the match itself was, a, again, a, a good match, but it came to an end when Dolph Ziggler... And Seth Rollins were on the top rope, and Ziggler pushed Rollins down. Then Jamie Noble distracted the referee, and Mercury pushed Ziggler off. Yeah. That's, that's how the end came to that. You also had Kofi Kingston defeating Stardust. A uh, good match. I liked how uh, Kofi did like that nip-up head scissor Harakarana. I thought that yeah. was cool. I'm always a big fan of Kofi getting the victory, especially with that uh, crossbody. Um, I'm a big fan of it. You don't even, really see anybody throw a uh, crossbody that good. Even before the crossbody, though, like right before it, he nailed Stardust with those running knees. They were so hard to his chest. Yeah. And great. I, I think Kofi Kingston had a great crossbody. Yeah. Sami Zayn has a great one as well. but Definitely. And so did Stardust. Coach, yeah. Uh, Stardust. Uh, Miz Dow, Miz and Kane lost to Ryback and the Usos. Yeah, Seth Green was on commentary, acting like a little uh, fanboy, I guess, taking selfies. Which, by the way, I would say is fine for Seth Green to be taking selfies. Not fine for JBL, Michael Cole, and Jerry Lawler. Okay. Which I'm happy that they bring up that the fans tore them a fucking new asshole for doing that on live television. I thought that was stupid. I mean, given, like, uh, one of our listeners... Made comment too. That wasn't their decision. I don't think. Yeah. I don't know if you agree, but I don't think that that was Lawler, JBL's, or whoever else's, or Michael Cole's decision to take a selfie at that moment. I don't think it was their decision to do that. I think that was in Vince McMahon all, or whoever all, was. In all on, honesty, it was, it, it was Vince McMahon or whoever is in their ear at that time uh, on their little uh, earpiece. It was them that said, take that photo. In all honesty, it was probably like, oh, I just heard of a new term called selfie. Let's have the commentators do this. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But, of course, they're going to get the hate for doing it because nobody realizes that they have uh, – they're pretty much on script of everything. Yeah. So, but Which the- I think is unfortunate. I don't think that they should be on script as much as they are. It's not natural. Exactly. It's, and this is why... That's I'm, the same thing with like that Dean Ambrose promo I was saying. They, some, of, some of these things that these guys say, they don't sound natural enough. And that's the thing. If you take away the script from Bray Wyatt, you take away the script from Dean Ambrose, from the commentators, you take away that script, and you're going to have a lot have, better product. Look at the Attitude Era. I don't know how much of that was scripted. Not much. I think, that, I think Stone Cold said that like they had a lot of free range where it was just like... They gave you a topic, and you just just talk about this. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know why all of a sudden they have these scripts that just came Cause out it's nowhere. Because li- it's live TV, and they're scared that something's going to go on, that someone's going to say the wrong thing. They're going to go it's – pre- it's also to prevent time management, I think. So this way you don't go over your allotted uh, time slot. For who, though? For commentators? Everyone. I, I think know. everyone. I mean, commentator-wise, I feel like it's just because you they want to make sure that you 
focus on everything else that's going on, and especially that network. You want to mention that as much as you can, yeah. almost every five seconds. But the Ryback and the Usos match, it wasn't a bad match, but the only thing to really mention is that afterwards when uh, Seth Green tried to raise Ryback's arm, he couldn't, and the Usos lifted him up, and they all did the Feed Me More. Yeah. That, that, uh, that was Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that was it. Do you, uh, is that all? We're finished? Oh, no. CM Punk. Yes, we have the Straight Edge Superstar going, signing. Big news released on Saturday. Yeah. I, um, via Vine? Is that right? No, no, no. <laughs> it wasn't um, released via Vine? No. On UFC, they had a pay-per-view at UFC 181. And they had uh, Joe Rogan, I believe it was, interview, uh, talking to CM Punk. And CM Punk announcing that he will he has signed with UFC and they will be seeing him in the octagon in 2015. Dana White also tweeted out a picture welcoming CM Punk to the uh, UFC. And following everything, you also had a press conference, um, the post interview, post pay per view. I think it was either it was post or pre, but they had a conference and CM Punk was on there answering questions. Yeah. So now, uh, in 2015, we're going to have CM Punk in the UFC. What and do you think the, about this? I just, I just don't like how there are UFC stars that are saying, oh, what we do is real. And shit like that. Because it's like... Why? Because it's like, fuck you. If, if I'm training like you... Yeah, but do and you I realize that work this like is great? You, that's, but that's great for how to start, how to uh, but I'm just, it promote just, a fight. But just because that, I don't feel like they're you're doing challenged, that cha- on they're purpose, challenged. though. I think they are. A lot of them are. They're very smart people. They're not dumb-ass brutes. They know how to promote a fight. I think that a majority of the times where they do talk trash to each other, it is all to promote a fight. It's not because they legit hate this person. Or they really hate this guy's family, or they hate that this they don't, they think that this guy is a because they uh, all fake get aspects from WWE from pro wrestling which or acting. I don't like the fact that they go they get everything everything from UFC is WWE everything current UFC I should say. What do you mean? Elaborate. The entrances, the everything. The nicknames, I'm, I'm sure nicknames aren't yeah, really, nicknames, no. but entrances and attitudes of people, even on social media and everything. I don't think it's WWE, it's them hyping it up, it's a show. No, I Why think, wouldn't you? I, and I think that comes from every, I think everything, a lot of things come from WWE, whether people want to admit it or and not. And it doesn't have to come from WWE, it could come from it's wrestling. It's not coming from TNA though. Like, it could, it's just it coming from, from WWF, w- should I say, is that wrestling. better? No, it's from pro wrestling. Which is WWE. Yes, but more, I think that you shouldn't dumb it down to WWE. It's not dumbing it down because WWE is the biggest thing out there. All right, well, all right, whatever. I don't give a shit. Uh, I do agree with them that why wouldn't they say CM Punk's coming from something fake? Because he's doing this, but he's doing the same thing they're doing. Yes, but if you want to talk shit, you're going to insult what this guy is coming from. This guy busts his. They know. They, this guy busts his ass as a pro wrestler, day in and day out, 
He, this is what he uh, lives his life to do. Of course, he's going to come in. People are going to talk shit to him. Why not? I don't know. I think it's... And everyone's going to talk... Every single person's going to throw out an insult to CM Punk. You know why? Because they want to get chosen. Exactly. That is a big payday for whoever can step in that ring against CM Punk. That is a huge payday for them. I mean, and Listen, it's cool. Though, what? Here's the bigger picture. Few bunch of months ago, Dana White had a meeting at WWE. I kind of I looked into that. It may have been 2011. So 2011, if it was, Dana White had a meeting at WWE, brokered a deal, quote unquote, with Brock Lesnar. WWE wanted Brock. Brock came back. Now all of a sudden we have CM Punk off TV since January. Since January. Now he signs this big deal with UFC. I'm sure Paul Heyman's going to end up somehow in UFC with Brock's return. I'm sure there's going to be some return of Brock there. Why would Paul Heyman be involved? I just see there's nothing for him in WWE. I don't see why they would. Paul Heyman's not going to UFC. You have no idea. They not as a they don't. What is he going to do? They don't have managers. They, they have trainers. They have coaches. Listen, Paul Heyman is a mouthpiece, and maybe there's something there for that. Oh, stop! You never know. Stop! You never know. You've and never watched Punk, UFC, so you don't really want I've, to. Comment. I've watched UFC that training thing. I watched that. Thing? You know the next superstar. Tough enough. Like that, but for UFC. <laughs> but yeah. I think. What if it's a work? What if everything's a work? You have to, you have to put that out there. With the, no, with the it's not a work. Don't, don't fucking say no. It's not a work. I'm gonna say UFC is fighting. No, shut the fuck up because UFC you sat on the phone fighting. with me. You're saying this just for the show because you said on the phone with me for. Oh, you're talking about no. Shut the fuck up. I thought you were talking about something else. Yes, What'd no, you that's mean? a What do you think I was talking about? I thought you were saying that UFC is. Uh, oh fake. no, no, no. No, no, no. I thought you were tr- you were trying to say that UFC <laughs> like the the Someone fights are rigged and everything. Tell me to shut the fuck up. Screw you. <laughs> yeah, so, no, I completely. Yeah, no, I came up. Okay, I I said this idea uh, many many times ago. I we both said this right when CM Punk left, and we were told that we were idiots for even, even considering it. Even with the even last week's episode when I asked if if CM Punk's leaving could be a work. No. But, yeah. but that's only because Chris Chris will argue anything. No, it's not even that though. It's you. If he doesn't even know what he's arguing, he will go anti-Brandon on everything. No, he won't. Bes- okay. Besides that, <laughs> besides <laughs> that, was that, a, that was a joke. That was oh. that was me arguing. Oh, funny. Yeah. Funny um. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. No. But did you get up to everything else that you you spoke about? No. You could go ahead and oh, explain. Okay. Like I, I don't know what's. What is not to say that they didn't have an exchange with, that Brock Lesnar leaves UFC, goes to WWE, and that WWE was that was immediate. Come thing. up with they, exactly that was the big they, they had the meeting, but in the meeting they discussed the CM Punk thing. The Brock Lesnar coming over was the was the reason to get people to stop thinking about that meeting with Dana White and that Vince McMahon and Dana White are in conversation together. That's the because once they that happens, they're like, oh, they met about Brock Lesnar. We know yeah. that. But what's to say that they also didn't meet about CM Punk? And all of this is just a complete – I mean, come on. CM Punk says that he doesn't want to wrestle because he's banged up. He's had this. He's had this. He's still recovering. 
and yet now all he's of a sudden still, he's training, which he I'm has assuming training. training for UFC is a lot harder than... Yeah, and he has been training. I mean, he's been training with the Gracies for a long time now. Right. But even still, I think that this is... I mean, just like when they said, like, uh, like other people, like Moles, reported to the news sites that CM Punk went into the locker room or had a discussion with Triple H and Vince McMahon and there was yelling. What is to say that they didn't plan that? Of course, you're going to know that they're not stupid. You know people talk to people, and those people talk to the websites. So you close the door, you stage an argument, a disagreement, and you know that it's going to sell. It, honestly, and if it is a work, it's the best way to do – the only way to do uh, a complete work properly without any of it getting to the internet or any of these – getting leaked at all this and, is the only way and if it is a work you will not find out you will not find out just like Shawn michaels bret hart vince mcmahon Triple there's H no reason knows that's it there's yeah. no reason why anybody should find out because this is how it should be this is this is how pro wrestling should be it should be kept a secret it shouldn't be exposed it should be something where we watch and we're like oh wow they they really dislike each other and I think that this this is actually going to work out. It gets views for WWE. It gets attention to WWE. Gets I, attention to UFC. I know. I'd be very interested in watching CM Punk fight. Exactly. Uh, and just like his, and his opponent is rumored to be Cathal Pendril, uh, Pendred, but I'm not too sure. I mean, it is funny because a lot of, uh, as we mentioned, a lot of wrestler uh, UFC fire, fighters have made mention of like um, insults or pro wrestling, WWE. Like, uh, I know Jason David Frank wants a piece of CM Punk, and he's he, wanted for the longest fucking time. Now it's plausible. What do you mean? Like now it could actually happen. No, UFC is not going to take in him. Why? He has fights under him. I don't, I don't think they'll take him in. Never know. Man. Just because you have fights under your belt. Yeah, I know. I know that's not how UFC works. You have to be like invited into the secret club of UFC. But yeah, I just don't see. I see that very mark. That's Marky, even though it's not wrestling related. You know what I mean? Like it's very fan fanboyish. What to want fun. to want to see him work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's very fanboyish. Like Joe here. John Bones Jones tweeted out, breaking news, when this all happened, breaking news, I'm headlining WrestleMania 31. See, something like that. That's what I'm talking about before. Like, fuck you. Like, that's not even clever or it's just childish looking. And then you also had uh, Michael Bisbing dishing out a ton of, like, CM Punk insults. Here, he says, like, uh, someone just asked me if, um, wait, yeah, I don't know. He just yeah, lays out insults. I see CM Punk wants to kick ass. Well, he can kick my ass. Uh, he can kiss my ass. Ha, welcome to the UFC, brother. Let's do this. And then he tweeted that out to Dana White a bunch of times. And not one fucking person from UFC tweeted out cooking with Brandon, those assholes. Did we tweet it to them? No, but they should just should. see it and know We it. should be like, hey, we know you're cutting away for this, so you can watch <laughs> That's funny. We should do it. Uh, yeah, if you want... Share cooking with Brandon. Tweet it to celebrities. Yeah, nobody tweeted it to The Rock today. I grabbed yeah. that damn brass ring. I should. The only it. person that's been tweeting it out is either one of us or uh, Corey Price. So well, Other people tweeted it out. Though. But not to celebrities, though. I mean, you can tweet it out, but tweet it to 
let's get this shit like let's get Miley Cyrus to spread this or let's get it viral. Yeah. Yeah. So go share it with like people like that. Yeah. Good times. Fun. Good times. Um so CM Punk 2015, we both think that it's all uh work. Uh so what do you guys think? Do you guys think that it's work? I know that there's a lot of people probably listening being like, no, it's freaking weird we are real. CM Punk was on Cole Cabana and he said this and this and yeah, this. That's his buddies. But so. yeah. Which also, by the way, that returns right back to the fact that it's his buddy. It's one of those things where of course you're gonna get the CM Punk side of the story and only the CM Punk side of the story. Yeah. It's just, Exactly. And I hate how people are like, oh well, I'm on CM Punk's side. Yeah, don't take sides, idiots. Don't take sides. There, are, there's two sides to every story, and just because one person said something, what team are you mean on? What team are you on? I'm on Team Marking Out. Oh, that's good. Suck. I was gonna say I was on Team Brandon, but I guess Team Marking Out a little self, wow, less really? self-centered. Yeah, really. Okay, <laughs> that's funny. I see how it is. But, it looks uh, like I stand alone. I stand alone. What song is that? Um, I stand alone. I don't know. Is it that Godsmack? I don't know. I, I stand alone. Yeah, that's Godsmack. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever listened to Godsmack, though. I don't know. It's pretty good. No, it also is pretty good. Your Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. Yep, we did it again. We forgot a big part of the podcast <laughs> this week. Yeah. And in that being... The predictions and talking about the pay-per-view coming yes, up. Yes, TLC. WWE pay-per-view that we forgot about, not TNA. Yeah, tables, so. ladders, chairs, and oh stairs, my. I guess, now is the... Did you seriously just quote George Takai? As this is oh. now being oh. called. I don't... I think it's dumb that they aired at the end stairs, but whatever. It, it, yeah. I mean, it fits, given the match, but it doesn't fit. But it's taking place... This Sunday, December 14th, at the Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. Home of The Miz, home of Dolph Ziggler. We got predictions going down for our pre-show. We have The New Day. I guess it'll New be... Day? I guess it was already announced that it'll be Biggie Langston and Kofi Kingston taking on Goldust and Stardust. I have The New Day. I am going to agree with you with The New Day. New Day? New day. New day. New day. New day. New day. Okay, once was enough. <laughs> we have a match that doesn't matter. Ryback versus Kane is a chairs match. I'm going to go with Ryback. Yeah, Ryback. Ryback, of course. How could it be Kane? Well, no, it's going to be Kane. Ryback. Oh, 100% Ryback. All right. You also have... In a steel stairs match, well, another just, match that doesn't matter. Yes, right. Eric Rowan versus Big Show. I'm going to go with Eric Rowan. I'm going with Big Red, Eric Rowan. And I, I hate that I just called him that. Sorry, Eric. I, I am such a big fan of his theme song. Yeah. I really like it. You're Mark. Yeah. Uh, and another match that doesn't matter for the United States Championship, we have Rusev taking on Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger. I'm going with Rusev. Rusev Machka, Brandon Crush. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. I want, I want, and Rusev should be winning this. Yeah, tired of this swagger bullshit with him. Um, I mean, where I don't know where else you would put swagger though. Yeah. Um, next up, 
You have a TLC match, Bray Wyatt versus Dean Ambrose. Which is only taking place, I stand by that, because Brock Lesnar's not there. All right. Who are you picking? I'm going with Bray Wyatt. Yeah? Yeah. All yeah? right. Yeah. I'm going to go with Dean Ambrose, so this way we got some opposing views. Hey. But I mean, I actually think that... In singles match competition for the WWE Divas Championship, we have AJ Lee looking to recapture her championship, the Divas Championship, not her championship, uh, against the current champion, Nikki Bella. I am going with Nikki Bella. Goodbye, AJ. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. Hey, 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 goodbye. I agree. I think Nikki Bella. I mean, it's so hard to dis. It's hard to yeah, pick DJ when you keep on hearing <laughs> that she's leaving the day after. But you know, that's like, not even why I'm saying that. I know you just because don't. Because not once did I ever hear that she's leaving after. Oh yeah, I think her contract's up right after oh, this pay per view. That makes me happy. And she's not going to be uh, resigning. She'll be taking a break, long break. In um, what could be the match of the night, we have uh, Luke Harper versus Dolph Ziggler for the Intercontinental Championship. I don't see why Dolph Ziggler would win here. I'm going with Luke Harper. I am going to... Uh, I said it was win. a ladder match, right? Yeah, I think you said ladder match. Yeah. Um, uh, this is tough. I think Luke Harper has to win it. Right. He has to. Um, I mean, given Ziggler was champion very in a short period of time as well, but I think Harper can carry it a little bit. Yeah. Um, tag team championship is on the line. Miz Dow and the Miz defending against the Usos. I'm going to go with Miz Dow and Miz. I will concur, and I think something will happen here with Naomi accidentally costing the Usos the match. All right. Can you see uh, Naomi aligning her side with Miz now? No. Or the Miz? I don't think so. What will Cameron act as the Miz now of the two? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. For completely forgetting that Cameron's not with Naomi anymore, but whatever. Yeah, whoever she is. And then in what will we could only assume will be the main event is a tables match where if John Cena loses, he will no longer be number one. Number one contender. Uh, I guess I should mention for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, that would be <laughs> accurate. <laughs> John Cena versus Seth Rollins. I'm going with John Cena. Is that? Do I write down John Cena question mark? You, for you? could. You could write John Cena question mark. It's a great Taylor Swift song, by the way. I heart question mark is the right title, but I kind of want to <laughs> go with Seth Rollins a little bit. As Just much as I like, yeah. we haven't seen. Right. I could see them like as many as much as we like. We do bash WWE as being repetitive, being predictable, and everything. They do have unpredictable moments that are predictable at times. But I, if huh. if John Cena loses, that just completely negates that last pay per view or the two pay per views ago, or was it last pay per view? What do you he, mean? When when John Cena went won the Survivor Series match that 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 was him getting the number one contendership or was that no that wasn't even no that was that it. was Hell in the Cell I right think he, I think it was him versus Orton that this was on the line 
Uh, John Cena, yeah, from Hell in a Cell. Yeah. So that's. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Rollins. If John Cena does truly lose this match, that's complete bullshit and sloppiest fucking writing by WWE. Why? Well, I think it's fine. I don't. I think that's why. Why can't sloppiest. you have? Why can't I just. You, it's just sloppy to me. But why can't you just switch things like that? I mean, it's pro wrestling. It's it's. I mean, how long are you gonna have this carry out for? I, I think it's fine to switch things up. Well, that was our predictions for the pay per view. Want to and, predict uh, the pre show? We we did predict the pre show, dickhead. What is it? <laughs> it's the the Miz the Goldust Stardust New Day. Oh, that's it. That's when we knew day. I figured that they're going to probably have like a Fandango match again or something. Oh yeah, Fandango. Yeah, I mean, it would be awesome if they actually put the NXT superstars on the pre show. Well, regardless of that, which is one fantastic job, guys, Fandango. Redebut him so oh god fucking great redebut. <laughs> now he's not even gonna be on pay per view. Well, who the fuck is Fandango? I don't want him on my my show. Yeah, but I'm, that was our pay per view predictions. I'm not even gonna play the bumper again, Dave. Shameless plugs. Go to it right now. Like no, don't 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 leave the awkward silence or anything. Just go straight for it. Like currently you're leaving awkward silence, which leaves me to ramble. <laughs> I'm quite uncomfortable with this. So, and I'm really freezing cold right now, so, so don't let go. So, maybe you could just, you know, go. So, just start whenever you're ready. <laughs> Why you gotta be a dick, man? Bumper. <laughs> Shameless plugs. Alright, as suggested from um, Violent Rick. I am going to be doing the shameless plugs in the tone of, I guess, normal. So, thank you. Uh, go check out. Thank you for these people for uh, following us, for one, supporting us, and sharing and tweeting about us to their followers. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. So, go follow at disgruntled, disgruntled dork, uh, Steve, good old Steve. Go follow Quinn at... Quinn Storm, that's K-W-N Storm. Go follow Santa Hux at iHux. You could also go check out both of them, the two of them. Uh, you could go check them out at uh, the Wrestling Mania. Go check them out. Go support them at Wrestling Mania X. You can go, go find them on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash the Wrestling Mania. Uh, the Wrestling Mania.com is their website. And they also have an awesome newsletter that you can subscribe to for free once a month. And they have a podcast, which you definitely want to be checking out. And I'm currently going to retweet their podcast to help get them some uh, exposure. So go check them out. Also, go follow Rohit, R, uh, Rohit CR2K, Dynasty Pro Wrestling at Dynasty Pro One. They have an event taking place on January 10th in Troy, New York um, at the, what is it, the Boys and Girls Center, I think. But in Troy, New York, you're going to be seeing Tommy Dreamer, uh, Kyle Brad, Chuck Deep, and a lot more uh, Vox Vineyard. And I, I probably will end up being there. I think I'm going to be there to check that out. It depends on if I'm back in time, but... I should be there at Dynasty Pro. They also they got their website up and going, which is very awesome website. 
uh, go check them out. You can go check them out at DynastyProWrestling.com. Also, go follow Allie at the Alley Cat 1122. You can go check out Team Awesome. Team Awesome, go check them out. They, I keep on telling you, their Facebook group is amazing. You, they are always willing to talk to you, hear your opinions, and you get to converse with the many fans. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Team Awesome 418. And on Facebook, facebook.com slash Team Awesome 418. Uh, go follow Jasmine at Reverse Enemsage. John at John Griffin. Also go follow ECPW uh, Long Island Wrestling. Go check them out at ECPW Long Island. I'm um, going to toss another thing in there. Weekly Wrestling Podcast. You want to go check them out at Weekly W Podcast and online weeklywrestlingpodcast.com. They have a bunch of great interviews coming up and in the past to go check out. So go support all of them. Go support other podcasts. Go support our listeners and all that fun stuff. Also, go check out uh, former pro wrestler Kenny Royal. He has a website up. Uh, go check out liftyourselfup.com. And that's liftyourselfup.com. Uh, you can go check them out on Twitter. It's going to be liftyourselfup. Um, let me just verify. Yes. Lift yourself up. Uh, pretty much he is a strength and conditioning coach where he can help you transform your body and help you with the new year's coming up. You're going to, you know, you're going to be setting those new year's resolutions. Well, he can help you get those goals, get what you're looking for. So go check him out. Lift yourself up.com. Also go check out the NYWC ring announcer and commissioner, uh, right? He is the official commissioner or not yet? I don't know. All right. Well, he in our book, he's the official commissioner. Uh, the voice of the Long Island Ducks and former guest host of Marking Out, Jason Linick. You can go follow him on Twitter, uh, at jlinick. And you should definitely go do this one. You should go check him out on Facebook. Go go like his uh, page, facebook.com slash Jason Linick, L-I-N-N-I-C-K. Go like him. Go support him. Go support all of our listeners. Why not? Um, and he's the MC for uh, Tommy's Tunes. So and, go uh, request him. And the downloadable content for WW2K15, the first wave is coming out with Hulk Hogan's Sting, if you didn't get the pre-order, and then Paige, who's the free DLC with the, the, um, whatever they call it, the WW Shop thing, not Very WW cool. Shop, and then they have the WCW pack, which I don't know how much it'll end up costing, but it's an extra price. Probably an arm and a leg. Well, the uh, the first price is seven ninety nine, but if for people who purchase the season pass, it's uh -huh. supposedly you get it at a discount. So man, I don't know how much. It'll be, but you get Bam Bam, Fit Finley, Lord Steven Regal. I think that's awful. That I mean, how much do they usually charge? Well, normally, the DLC just comes with this the thing, mm -hmm. with the season pass, which is like twenty bucks or so. 
I but think this year, wild. so the so the game ends year, up being costing you like eighty dollars. Yeah, but if you, I don't know, they have the the whole three other story things coming. I don't know when, but that you get superstars with and attires. Nah. But Brandon, you have any shout outs? Brandon, shout outs! James Taylor played Madison Square Garden last Friday, and I was there. It was awesome. And I keep saying that there's nothing like seeing an event at Madison Square Garden. So if you've never seen a show or a game or anything in MSG, make sure you do that if you're in the area. I love MSG. Yeah, there's like you have to. It's you have to. If you are a fan of entertainment or sports, there's no bigger place than Madison Square Garden. I don't care what you say or what your hometown is or whatever. But the next shout-out goes to Girl Meets World. Uh, they had a Christmas episode last week, and Ryder Strong was on it to reprise his role as Sean. They also had Corey's parents, and uh, I actually popped when they had Joshua walk in because I completely forgot about the third Matthews son. And, uh, I mean, Eric wasn't on it, but and nor was Morgan. That but it was, it was still cool to see Corey and Sean back together. Mm-hmm. And, Did you see uh, the picture of my sister meeting him? Yeah. That's still so wild. And uh, the last shout-out goes to everyone that shared Cooking with Brandon, episode three. That'd be Jasmine at Reverse Enemsage. Justin DeRosa. You can follow him at just at Justin DeRosa316. Ryan Davis at Fight Best Fight. And uh, Railroad Rudy fucking tweeted it out, asshole, at Rudy Chew. <laughs> and uh, I tweeted it to J.B. Smoove, who's a comedian, I guess most famously known from Kirby Enthusiasm, but he's huge now, so he's probably known from other things too. Mm-hmm. But uh, I tweeted it to him asking him a question like, would you put cheesecake in your top five of desserts? Because he's in the new Chris Rock film, Top Five. And he copied and pasted the whole link with my tweet to reply to my question saying that he doesn't like cheesecake, but still, 95,000 people saw it, so that's cool. So you can follow him at OsnapJBSmooth. And uh, you could also go ahead and follow Corey Price, at RefCoreyPrice, because he tweeted it. He tweeted it to Mick Foley, he tweeted it to Jeff Jarrett. Charlie Saxton uh, yeah. responded to you. Yes. Uh, Charlie Saxton from the TV show Hung, and a big-time wrestling, pro wrestling fan, pro wrestling gorilla. Yeah, he was also uh, in uh, Bans... Bans? Was a band slam with Vanessa Hudgens, who's really hot? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of uh, celebrities are getting a chance to get a hold of this epi- uh, this show. So, fans, keep on tweeting it to these people. Who gives a shit? Tweet it. No one cares. Tweet it to Taylor Swift. Tweet it to. <laughs> Nobody cares, bro. Nobody's going to tweet it, bro. Yeah, like tweet it to Seth Rogen. Tweet, yeah, it, tweet it to, to John Ta- Franco. Tweet it, tweet it to Taylor Swift. Her birthday, I think, is tomorrow. You like yeah, happy birthday? Here's the cheesecake. cheesecake. Yeah, I Actually, live in New I'll York. Probably, Welcome to New that. York. Don't do that because I'll probably end up doing that. But we could all do it. Welcome to New York, Taylor. I'll fucking bake you a cheesecake if you want to come hang out or something. Yeah. So everyone, just tweet it to whatever celebrities you can think of. Why not? Who cares if they retweeted? That's that's your handle being retweeted or responded to by a celebrity. And in, in wow, and, David. Yeah. Wow. So everything revolves around celebrities. Speaking of everything revolving around celebrities, though, it's time for 
Hour. moment of the week has to go well it doesn't have to there's so many options this week there are so um, many options yeah so my pick i'm going for the finn i'm sure balor. we could say that at on the count of three i'm sure well, you already heard me say finn balor well i didn't hear you say that well i just did so it's ruined <laughs> i'm going i'm going with finn balor's entrance um i was hoping for the body paint a lot of wrestling fans were hoping for the body paint a lot of wrestling fans thought there was going to be no chance that we would ever see the body paint in the WWE. And we got to see it. And we got to see an elaborate entrance with that, too. I completely marked out for that. Um, I also marked out for everything with Kevin Owens. Even his match. It was just a simple match. But just to see him in the WWE ring. And then um, I marked out when Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were embracing each other. It was just so surreal to see these guys uh, from Ring of Honor, PWG, et cetera, et cetera, to WWE now. And then that turn, uh, to turn on him, betray him. Um, what about, oh, and let's toss it out there too. Sammy Callahan with Solomon Crow being out there. That was so awesome. Uh, what about you, Brandon? Uh, my mark out moment of the week has to be the fact that we interviewed – the Rock. Uh, you, that's how we're telling them? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he chose us to yeah. be the interviewees. We're going to – he has a, a new show coming out this – what is it, Saturday? Uh, I believe – next, next Friday maybe or is it tonight? No, 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 next, it may be next Saturday. Next Saturday. Yeah. So it's all about improving your life and everything. And uh, we go in – we'll have it next week a – like, well, we must have been, we sat down for like five yeah, and a half hours. What? It was a long time. I think we're going to, we may end up splitting it up into bits and pieces and airing it throughout. Like maybe the next month. We'll just have it like rock month. Yeah. So huge mark out. Like that was, I don't, even, actually know if, I don't even know if I should have been saying this, but that was, it was fantastic, man. Yeah, Brandon had a smi- such a huge smile, uh, like when he uh, it's and it was nerve wracking too, because like you don't, it's, it's the fucking racking? rock. Yes, wracking or wrecking? Nerve wracking, David. That's funny. I always say nerve wracking. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask someone the other day if it's if I'm playing it by ear or if I'm playing it by year. I'm so bad. At- <laughs> by I'm so bad year? At- yeah, by ear or by ear. Oh my. Goodness. It can't be by ear because that makes no sense. Ear. E-A-R. Yeah, it has to be ear. No, I'm going to play it by ear. It's like, yeah, it wasn't so great this year. I'm going to play it by ear. <laughs> so what was funny though? What? You said, oh, that's actually funny like when I was interviewing The Rock. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, and but it was so, so fucking surreal. For sure. I'm so happy. Thank, thank you for um, – now, how exactly did we get in touch with him again? Uh, Rocky Johnson. <laughs> My trainer. Gotcha. <laughs> trainer. No, I'm just... Rocky Johnson, no, you, may, no. you may have heard of him. He's a well-renowned, well, uh, world-renowned trainer. No, I just... I had uh, its family connections that we had. It's funny because David thinks I'm joking right now, but I kept this a secret from him. No, just no. to use on the show. 
Uh, Ew, now I feel really fucking gross for lying. Wait, what? <laughs> what? What do you mean? You were saying that you were trying to think of what? Uh, another, like, mark-out moment. Yeah, like, but I feel dirty for just lying about that thing with The Rock. What do you mean? Like, I'm not going to sit there next week and just click two stones together and be like, here's my interview. Wait, you didn't actually sit down with him? No, April Fool's. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I was just, come on. That would have been funny and so dick if we just, <laughs> if we sat down and it, like, like, said a question and then, like, just collided two rocks together. Like, yeah. So, so what did you think about your debut in the WWF as, uh... As the, what is it, the, uh... Blue Chipper Rocky Maivia. The Blue Chipper, oh yeah. It's like, now now you're starting to make smoke. <laughs> you're starting to, uh, to spark over there. But, yeah. It was really cool to interview The Rock. Unfortunately, it was just, <laughs> it was just that. It was just clicking together two rocks and being like, how are you today? And he answered with... But that was that was our show. Sorry for misguiding you or misleading you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry for misguiding you. <laughs> yeah, but maybe one day. Maybe one day. I don't know, but maybe everyone should be tweeting the, the uh, rock because the, tweet the, to him. Tweet anyone who's mentioned in that video. Tweet anyone not mentioned in the video. Fuck, I was I think I tweeted Steven Spielberg, Judd Judd Apatow. Apatow. Oh, yeah, tweet oh, tweet sorry. Sasha Baron Cohen if you want. You could tweet oh, Conan O'Brien, uh, Olivia Munn. Yeah, tweet everyone because honestly, you don't know who's going to end up watching what. Yeah, and even if if they don't retweet or anything, at least it's I think it's cool that they get a laugh. Or at least I hope they do. Yeah, but that was our show this week. Thank you, everyone who watched Cooking with Brandon, Episode 3. Thank you, everyone who was a part of Marking Out, Episode 200. Welcome. Thank you, as always, everyone who was a part of... Fuck you, Dave. And thank you, everyone who was part of Episode 201. And uh, the future of Marking Out is right around the corner. What is that, that supposed to mean? makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> the future of Marking Out is actually on the next episode, so stay tuned for that. As of now, you could next. like us on Facebook, follow and us on Twitter, at Marking Out. You could like us on Instagram. Stitcher Radio. Just kidding. You can't Listen like to us. us. Yeah, Instagram. We don't do Instagram. Why do I keep saying Instagram? Stitcher Radio, iTunes, rate, subscribe, leave a comment. Uh, BTTG161 Dave the Rave underscore M-O Yes Um, And we wish you the the, No, no, sorry We wish you the Wait we wish, what what do you mean? Wait, okay, that was a pretty good intro there. Yeah, I didn't think it was though. We wish you, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) All right, ready, go. We wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a happy fucking Hanukkah, everybody. Oh, yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Have a good weekend. Have fun. Yes, have so much fun. Lapis, oils, jelly donuts, radles.
long holiday, asshole.